Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Hardly Initiated. It is your host, Tyshawn Jackson, here with another episode of my co-host, Ryan Ketchins. I'm checking out the chat, man. It's already popping. It, it is already popping. It's, it's just a shocking thing. Should you date your ex? Yes. People just got such a a, a, a bad taste in their mouth from their last ex. They're yes. like, oh, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell they got some, yeah. some pain in that area, some bad experiences already probably. Know. Already know. And you know how it go. It's your ex. You know, everybody's saying, why would y'all even ask this? Why would you do a show on this? And we're going to tell you why, because we have a very interesting brother we're going to have a conversation with tonight. Yeah. Very excited to bring you guys in here with not only a father, a husband, but a heart doctor. Yeah. Yes, a cardiologist dealing with the heart, not just the physical heart, but a bit of the emotional and spiritual heart, ladies, as well. And fellas, you stay too because we ain't here rocking with Dr. Dave Montgomery. Yeah. Welcome to Harley <laughs> Initiated. What's, What's popping with brother? you, man? Oh, man, I'm great, man. Thanks for having me. My house yeah. man in the building. Yes, indeed. The house. Yeah. <laughs> man, just, yeah, look credible. Yeah. Right. He, he looked like he had knocked on some TV. Yeah. Right. No, no, well, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. That is what's going on. You know, 50 years old, going on 29. 50 years old, man. Big 5 0, man, this past year. Bro, I mean, incredible. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's crazy, man. I'm just thankful, man. Full of gratitude, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's a blessing to have you, man. Yeah. This, this is going to be a fun conversation. Yeah. Uh, because just for uh, people who's watching here, uh, Dr. Dave has a very interesting story as we're going to be talking about dating your, deck, uh, your ex, but Dr. Dave actually married. That's right. What used huh. to be his ex-girlfriend. That's, right. That's right. So yeah. it's possible that this thing could it's, work, right? It's possible and it's it's successful. It's possible to be successful. Okay. Oh. Yeah, no, I can't wait to get into it, man. Yeah, you got to yeah. tell us that. Yeah. 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 Because I mean, man, the, the, my man is actually a heart doctor. That's what they say, man. That's what all those long years of school say. Incredible. Yeah, you don't have man. to repair some hearts, man. We did a, we did an episode last uh, last night with lead attorney. Shout out to the divorce attorney, lead attorney. And the ladies are saying, uh, you know, it's so funny, the difference between the message the guys and the ladies. A yeah. lot of the ladies was like, look, I don't even know if this thing is possible anymore. Right. After the messages, because, you know, he was bringing a statistical truth. Yeah. You know, to just some what's going on and kind of marriage itself. Yeah. Uh, and relationships. So I'm very excited to have this conversation. We can go into a bit of that. Of course. Yeah, as well. But before we do it, Ryan, tell the people what we got coming. Guys, as y'all already know, live three times a week, 5 p.m. Sundays and Monday and Wednesdays at 8 p.m. 
really the only thing that I got today is that we're going to do two giveaways tonight. So yesterday we kind of botched the giveaway. We yeah. kind of botched it a little bit. So we're going to do two very special things. But this is the thing, guys. You're not going to be able to take part of the giveaway and potentially be a winner unless you are listening to the show when we pop it off. Yeah. Nice. You got to be listening. And listen, very special for the people, as you guys know, we announced it last time, and you best believe it is still here. The Hardly In Love decks we've been telling you about. Those dating decks are in here, the hottest and most. I'm telling you guys, we studied to put this together, and we even put it in action. And when I tell you these decks are fun and they work, it is the truth. So we got a pre-order special going right now for only six more days for all of my yeah, early adopters. Yeah. We, I, we got 500 decks just went, for the family. No, 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 no. We do not have 500. We we, we got more like 400 now because last night was incredible. It was yeah. incredible yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. So the family's all jumping the on night, it. My phone, I had to put the, the thing on silent because I'm like, yo, people is. They really trying to get these dating cards so they can get right. Man, I'm yeah. I'm very excited about that, guys. So go ahead and take action on that. You put in love 20 as the promo code, and you will get 20% off for the Ooh, next big. six days. So go ahead and hop on that and take advantage of that today. And do we got any more announcements, Ron, for the people as we get into this conversation? No, nah, that's it, man. We're ready to get a pop. So let's go into it, man. Let's go into it. First of all. I'm going to ask you a pretty obvious question, but I want to yeah. hear your answer and thoughts on it because why do you think everyone has this negative connotation as it relates to going back and dating the ex? I mean, think about it. It's your ex for a reason. I mean, you know, you don't break up with somebody with everything is great. Yeah. And, and you know, <laughs> you know, you know, feeling hitting all the check boxes and all that. You've broken up for a reason. Um, and I'll tell you personally, um, I, that wasn't my deal. Like when I was done, I'm a man, I'm a Scorpio. Okay. And when I'm done with you, I'm like completely done with you. So, you know, just the topic, um, is it, it just hits home for me, you know, so much because there have been no other relationships where I've done this. And I'm telling you, right. Going back to my ex, who is now my wife of 10 years. We just celebrated 10 years. Oh, man. Congrats. Uh, Hand clap on that yeah. one. Congratulations. Absolutely, yeah. man. Flew off big. to Dubai, Maldives. We did the whole thing, man. Okay. We celebrated wow. this thing. That's a big deal for us, right? Um, but I had never done that before. <laughs> but I had a whole bunch of gripes and qualms with, you know, pre previous relationships. And I think people necessarily take some of those misgivings. They take some of those hurt feelings. They take some of those situations. Um, you know, rightfully so, wrongfully so, debated, whatever it is. And those wounds are left unhealed. And yeah. a lot of people talk about closure um, and and many just abandon the whole the the whole sort of, uh, you know, enterprise of that relationship because there is no closure. And I think the venom comes when there is no closure, mm. right? I think um, once you've sort of understood somebody, you uh, free yourself up to forgive yourself for being in the situation and then forgiving that person and then the venom goes yeah the venom goes away i mean we've all seen relationships where you're like how is that couple who let's say they might share you know kids a co-parent and the 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 parents are like still friends like real buddies yeah and you're like man how do y'all get along like that don't you hate each other's guts well that's an evolved relationship they have gone past whatever it was that made them separate 
and resolve the issues internally and interrelationship, you know, uh, wise, right? Between each other so that they can free up themselves to be a parent, to be a friend to who it is. And they don't have any venom left. They have stories. Wow. I got some stories for you. <laughs> this is the reason. But they don't have any venom. And not very many people in my mind, in my own experience, right? Not very many people um, have had the opportunity for that closure. And with you, so, I mean, because I know you got some stories, right? That's kinda, yeah. That's why you're here today. As a yeah, matter of fact, before we, get, before we get into it, I kind of want to hear the story because yeah. I guess there is an exception to, to the rule of, you know, n never going back to the X. And you went ahead and obviously have successfully yeah, where, done it. Yeah, where'd you get that it? rule, never go back to the X? I mean, that's Man, just, the statistics show... You know, I was reading something you were like 50% of relationships, right, that have broken up go back in, in some way, shape, or form. Now, listen, that wasn't the top journal in the in, in the country, but there is this, this is a real wait, thing. Wait, wait, hold on, wait. You said 50%. There was some, yeah, it was like 52%. And, you know, pull, pull it out. 52% wow. of people have had a let's get back together, back again, whatever they were calling it in the article, type of relationship. It may not be every relationship. Listen, I, wow. I, I, I have I have some of my best boys have done that. And I'm like, bro, you know you should not be going back. And they'll just go back. 52, go back. that's a so, high number. And, and, and take it with a grain of salt. But what it's saying is there's a whole lot of people who go back to exes. Wow. Now, the question for you is how successful is that? Yeah. And, and now going back, is that for sex? Or is that for a relationship? Because I think that's a little different. But I, but I think it's all, I think it's all a part of it, right? Um, it, if it's just sex, that's a one-off. Hey, you know, it's comfortable. I'm familiar. I know what to expect. Yeah, we've we've all. Done I don't that. have to work. I was out at three a.m. Hey, right? Yeah. Um, there's nobody else. What there's nobody who filled the gap. Yeah. Well, sometimes, right? There's nobody who filled who who, who filled that gap, and so okay. But there are people who who are back in relationships, back at dinner with, you know, parents and, and friends and stuff like that. It happens. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe it's more, you know, frequent. Let's let's see what people are saying. Maybe it's more frequent than we think. Well, I'm going to drop a poll on that because I, I agree with that. Let's let's see what the people are actually saying. So I'm getting ready to drop a poll. Would you ever date your ex again? And I got a few options for you guys. I got, I got yes. I never wanted to end it. Yes. They have grown since, or no, I don't go backwards. And I really think it's going to be the no, I don't go backwards. Yeah, no, and I, only yeah. because I hear that so much. Right. I hear that so much. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. So we'll see. I'm going to drop it. I'm going to drop yeah, it. Yeah, right no, I, I love that go backwards. I mean, because that, you know, that, but that's the debate, right? Is it really going backwards? And mm -hmm. so, you know, yeah, yeah, no, I, I so what, what made you do it though? Because at this point here, while the, while the poll is getting queued up and Ryan, you can announce when the poll get drop, uh, yeah. gets dropped. But what made you say, you know what, this is not a situation that I should go about closing the door and not returning. This is something I feel I can come back to in a healthy way. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that was a conclusion much later. Right. Um, it, it took some evolution. So, you know, when the relationship ended, you have reasons for the relationship to end. And I told you what my my M.O. was. My M.O. was to not go backwards, right? Yeah. Um, you know, just sort of looking at, uh, you know, generally like that. As I continued to, you know, date and and experience um, the dating world, I learned really fast that what I thought I wanted was not what I needed. Mm. 
And that's a hard truth. That's hard, man. Um, that that jolts the ego a little bit, right? You know, because, you know, a young man, you know, you think you got it together. You know, I'm 27, 28. You know, you know, I know what I'm doing. No, you don't. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. Go out and have some experiences. Be willing to learn from the experiences. Yeah. And when you and when you when you when you're careful to learn from your experience, which as 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 a as a guy, I just gotta I just gotta tell you, that's not something that is on our agenda. We wanna mm. we wanna you know go accomplish more, be more, do more, have more. Um, but we're not necessarily thinking. Let me think about myself in the relationship relationship sphere. How am I showing up? And and why am I, you know, how am I contributing to the success, failure, or somewhere in between of the relationship? And, you know, as I, you know, sort of had multiple, you know, opportunities to check off what I thought I wanted. I want a, you know, certain socioeconomic class. I, I want, I want the picturesque relationship. Well, who doesn't want that? Right. Everybody wants that, you know relationship goals. I mean, people are still hashtagging relationship goals. Um, and I thought I had it all figured out. I'm like, I'm going to be a cardiologist one day. I wanted some, you know, somebody with blah, blah, blah. And we also have, you know, those silly things like, you know, when I was a, when I was a young, young man, as the scripture says, <laughs> when I was a boy, I thought like a boy, I reasoned like a boy. I even um, spoke like a boy, but when I became a man, the scripture says I had to put away childish things. The, the, the childish things were things like physical traits and, and attributes or, you know, accomplishments. And I had those experiences and I'm like, this ain't it. Uh, this yeah. is not it. Not for where I see myself going, not for, you know, tension and turmoil. Just my job is hard. I don't want to come back and expect hard from the relationship. And when I, when I, um, you know, essentially put it all down on the, on the, on the table. What I wanted changed, what I wanted changed. That's a phrase that I use in my clinic every day, because when you evolve your thinking, which everybody should be trying to do around different aspects of the life, particularly relationships, particularly health. I talk about this every day. When you evolve what you're thinking around something, what you want changes. Mm. And it was clear as a bell. As soon as I, and that hurts your feelings, man, because you think you got it all figured out. When, when I figured that out, it was clear who my wife was. There was a period where I would say, I'm not getting married because of those bad experiences, mm. because of my perceptions from, you know, you know, relationships around me, let's say. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm not getting married. <laughs> actually, I said, <laughs> I said that to one of my cousins. Well, it was actually my uncle. And he was like, you know, you know, Dave is gay. You know, he's like, he's like, I get, you know, <laughs> I'm like, that's not exactly the conclusion. That's kind of an irrational. Oh, because you said you didn't want to get married. I mean, no, it spiraled to this whole thing, man. They had like intervention, like my cousin wow. was sitting. It was just him, though. But they had an intervention about this. Well, to no, I'm, I'm, I'm being, I'm being silly. But that's exactly what it was. I mean, you know, we we're, you know, we we're sitting, you know, at his house. And we're having this dialogue. I'm like, we never talked like this before. What did he do? Mm. And it dawned on me sometime later that <laughs> they think that's what it was. Um, and my decision was based on, again, perspective, perceptions, and, and, and history. But when I was able to change that lens, right, take the filter out, 
and see it clearly, it was clear that my current wife was the only woman that I would marry, period. That's it. What I wanted changed. I didn't want, you know, and, and I, well, she, she has all of those things, as it turns out, um, you know, uh, some of those checkboxes. But it was very clear that all of this other stuff, that was, that's garbage, man. So yeah. that's it. That's not a nutshell, but that's a, that's a big old, you know, bowl of nuts. Right? No, I get it. Yeah. So you, I mean, that's, it takes some really good self-awareness to know where you are, you know, where your wants are, where they, and how they have evolved yeah. over time and, you know, make a decision from that place of evolution and not from a superficial place, yeah. which a lot of us, you know, you may not even know it's superficial till you put it to the test. You know, yeah. and you actually right. get into yeah. the workings That's right. of a relationship. And you might realize, you know what? That's a great point. This, yeah. you know, this, 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 this little hip to waist ratio that I'm really falling in love with. It's a little bit more to yeah. it. That stuff. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 When I was a boy, I it. thought like a boy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So but, how many people are, you know, men especially, you know, are actually having those, you know, matured or, uh, you know, evolved thoughts after yeah. they, you know, leave these relationships? Because you hear it, right? And I hear it. It's funny because you hear from the ladies and then you hear from your boys when they have this situation happen. You know, they lose a woman that they really was into mm -hmm. or, yeah. you know, th then they communicate to you, you know, I've changed. I'm yeah. different. Yeah. You know, I'm working on myself now. Yeah. But, you know, as the homie, you kind of know that it's just like you said that, you know, a few months back, you know, you said yeah. that a couple years before that. Yes. So how many men are actually putting in the work to kind of. Uh, redeem their mindset, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, I, I can, I can kind of speak a little bit more. Um, you know, three sixty. I, I, you know, there's a lot of in my mind. There's a lot of hey, men and women things on on stuff that I see every day mm. that's universal. Gotcha. Um, and so the truth of the matter is, you know, as we move through its you know emotional stages of life. Um, what you'll find is in some of those previous ones, we don't do that circumspection. We don't, we're not really thinking about it, whether you're a man or a woman. And although there may be this stereotype um, that women just have it all together, there are going to be some women <laughs> that chime in right now and be like, well, I didn't have it together. Mm. And we all are evolving. Um, everybody plays the fool sometimes. The song says, you know, you know right? You know, there's no exception to the rule. The, the lyrics of the word of, of the song from, you know, before I was born <laughs> was, Everybody plays the fool. For me, for guys, here's what I can say. Playing the fool, man, that, man, that's, that's rough. That's rough. And playing the fool makes you stop and consider it, right? You know, or you could just go around and be like, yeah, no, nah, you know, it's all you, you know? You are the common denominator across all your relationships, interactions, you know? Um, mm. in, in scenarios and circumstances in your life, you are the common denominator. And while it is, is difficult for you to go inward and say, what am I doing differently? What can I give differently? Um, it's exactly what's necessary. Um, and so because I played the fool in, in, in those relationships, um, I saw myself a little bit more clearly. And I was like, I'm good. I don't want that. I'm good. I don't want that. Where's my wife? Yeah. And let me figure out how to convince her that I'm a step further. I'm, I'm not perfect, but I'm a step further than I was when we broke up. So, you know, the, the interesting thing is I can't deny 
that when you say 52% of people are actually going back into these past relationships, it does make a lot of sense because even being me myself that went back, I never really primarily went back for a real relationship, but I can definitely say I went back for sex, mm -hmm. you know, and just that, that level of comfort, yeah. you know, and, and companionship that yeah. you could settle for, even when you know that it's not going to be any longevity in this, um, in this union. But how, what do you say someone probably needs to look for to know that you need to end that ASAP? Like this is something that you should not yeah. bring yourself back to. Yeah. And you need to cut this off and move to something else. Yeah. You know, this is, this is hard, man, because it's such a part of, of who we are, but we just downplay it so much, especially the masculine, right? So it's the feeling, man, this don't feel right. It, you know, we, we, we use emotional as a, like, you know, a, a, a terrible badge, like, you know, that dude's emotional. Well, everybody, if you're really being, you know, uh, uh, thoughtful about this, has an emotional side. Mm -hmm. And to not be in touch with your emotional side is just, is not evolved. Um, and the truth of the matter is, there's situations, we have, here's a case in point. We've all walked into a room, right, where you know somebody was talking crazy about you. You just walked into the room. Mm. What is that? That's the feeling nature. Some intuition, you can call it whatever you want, intuition, this, that, different names. You walking into a situation, into a spot, into a place, just like when I walked into this room, I knew this was a good place to be. I knew that we could share. I knew this was going to be a, you know, a good platform, right? I can feel it. We can feel it. We don't tune into our feelings. And that's to our dismay, especially the masculine. So especially guys. Yeah. Right. But when, when, when you are with somebody and you just got this, it, you can tell it doesn't feel right. Yeah. A conversation that, you know, uh, um, was supposed to go for 15 minutes, you end up talking for an hour. Mm. You're laid up on the phone for two hours. Like, you know, people don't really talk like that anymore. But <laughs> that's a, that's a vibe. We call it a vibe, a vibration. You can call it wavelength, whatever you want. That's a nature that's beyond the intellect, my mind making a rational decision. And I'm not saying it's the only thing, but man, that's huge. Like if guys would tune into that, you would see you're about to be the fool. Everybody plays the fool sometimes. Yeah. No exception to the rule. Um, same thing with gals. Sometimes we ignore it. I know this is not right. I'm going to go back because you think you see something else and mm. you almost always get proven wrong. Wow. Man, so as a matter of fact, could we go ahead? Let's clo let's close out the poll because yeah. I want to hear how many people going back to their ex. And y'all better keep it real in the yeah. trap. It is truth. anonymous, so there's no reason Fact. to lie in any Tell of our truth. polls moving forward, family. I want to hear this though. Here, let me let me pull this up real quick. Seventy nine. Would you ever date <laughs> your ex again? I got yes. I never wanted to end it. Yes, they have grown since, and no, I don't want to go backwards. So it's actually sixty percent. We got three hundred votes in this thing. 60% of people say, no, I don't go backwards. No, nah, man. Well, what we is that? We got to check this poll, man. Is that, is, is, that, is, that, is that people just, <laughs> yeah, like, what is that? Is that people flexing? Is that, is that, is it just, is that indicative of how many just awful experiences that you can't even rekindle or give another chance to? Like, what does that speak to? What people well, saying you know about? what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a, a counterpoint. So, I, you know, I think 40% of people say yes. 
is we can't just you know gloss over that. Ah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Point. I mean, that's pretty close to fifty-two percent of people in some way, shape, or form going back. But you know, <laughs> glass half full, brother. Right? Yeah, right, right, yeah, right, no, right, no, right. No. You know, I'm trying to prove a point. You know, that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> no, you but know. if I but if I total that up, yeah, that is a forty percent of people that says, yeah. I mean, ten percent. Ten percent of people says I never wanted to end it. So those are people that actually got their heart broken. That's right. They, they yes. maybe they weren't ready. Right. For you know right. what I mean. And then you got another thirty percent that says they've grown since. So they they. So that's another thing. We naturally we just keep an eye on that person we had in the past in in certain ways to kind of see because you saw something. What the exactly? Right? They yeah. may blossom or they may you that's know right. come come of age so to speak. So especially if it's a longer relationship, right? I mean, you know, you can you can tell. I mean, you know, we've all been on dates where you know right away. This is not, I'm not going back out with this person again for oh, any yeah. number of reasons. But guess what? It's not just because, you know, cheap, you know, what she said at the table, you know, it's not what, you know, for, for the women, you know, it's not, you know, he, he held his knife and fork wrong. It's a feeling. So at the end of the day, I think that's a big one. With that being said, I think the 60% <clears throat> is, you know, um, you know, some of that, that venom that's left over from, you know, not having a closure. Or listen, let's. I'm not trying to, you know, make it seem like it's all great. It's some crazy dudes. There are some crazy guys and there's some <laughs> crazy gals. And you could have just had a situation where it's just not. This is this this whole energy thing is off, right? It's ratchet. You know? Right. You know, it's just like I, I know for sure, right? Uh, um, yeah, you know, like I'm 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 sort of a, a quiet guy. I remember. In uh, in grad school, going out, and uh, this person actually happens to be very famous now, and we're just going, and I'm pulling up, dropping her off, and something didn't go right, and she starts yelling. Ah! I'm like, "What? Wait a minute, that's the end of that, you know." So for me, oh yeah, I don't, I don't you know, need to see some much guys, you know, they might like that. Like, yeah, oh yeah, right. she's got some. For me, that's the end. It's like <laughs> we'll we'll never. What you might as well just throw my number away. We'll never, but it's it's stuff like that, right? We were so, talking a little bit about that last night. He was about to hit the Jonathan Majors on her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah, you, you know, just run away. I'm, you got to run away yeah. from that one. Yeah. In, in relationships, I'm nonviolent, man. Like so, I you know anything that seems like it's going to like you know That's approach crazy. that, I'm done. Right. I can't do it. So, well, no, shout I out to this it. man Reginald Dirty, man. Reginald says I went back to my ex and now we're married. So Whoa, yeah, my man. This hey, story. Honestly, Reginald. Reginald, you don't need to hop in. By the way, we're talking to the family tonight, so y'all better stop playing shy on this initiation hotline. We want to get your take on some of this stuff that we're going to have tonight, so we're going to give y'all an opportunity yeah. to come up here and go ahead and share with us Facts. in so a little bit if we have this conversation. Initiates. We got some new initiates in the chat. Yeah, shout out to all of them. What's uh, Man, I'm just really thinking about this because... <sighs> Yeah, I just wouldn't go but back. you reflecting back on your exes? Yeah, I'm just thinking about, you know, my ex. I think, you know, see, this is the thing. The ladies I dated in the past, I wouldn't date those women again. Yeah. I think a lot of it is because I'm much different. I'm much different. What you want so, changed. What, what? Yeah, what I want changed. And what's, what I'm attracted to changed as well. It develops, you yeah. know. So I think now that's really different. So how much does that go into play? Because as you grow, I mean, how, what's the likelihood that one of these exes in the back is going to continue on that trajectory as well? And you're going to be able to reconnect. And let me, let me, I, feel, I really feel like I've outgrown 
yes. every single one of the women I date in the past. No, that's a really good yeah. point, Ryan. The thing about it is it's even hard. We seeing just talking to many of the people that can come on the show, it's hard to grow with your person in a relationship. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Let alone yeah. Yeah. when y'all have broke yeah. up, yeah. went some ways apart, Absolutely. maybe even broke up because y'all already didn't have a level of alignment. Yeah. But yeah, let's talk to that. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's a, a part of it. You know, in, in, in the phrase, what I, what I wanted changed. It, it's a part of that evolution, that growth. Um, and that's an inward journey, right? And you're thinking back to the old experiences with that person. And you're thinking to yourself, there is no more intersection. There's no way that we're going <laughs> to intersect on right. a plane where I would want to invest my relationship capital with this person. And that's that's the large majority. Remember what I said. I wasn't like some serial get back guy. Mm. I didn't do it. So I, I feel you on that. But this one, I got to that that critical place, you know, in my in my relationship life. I was like, this is pretty clear. I feel like it was Neo on the Matrix, man, when he finally figured out that he could like dodge bullets and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? Psst, psst, psst. You know, like, you know, uh the the agents had no, you know, they, they had nothing on me. Um, yeah. King Kong is gonna um <laughs> But I, I I feel you on on that in 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 terms of you know the outward looking part of that. Like I'm not looking back. Sixty percent of people today, right? You know, if we you know got thousand, you know, two thousand, three thousand people, it probably is going to shake out the same way. Mm. Um, so yeah, I feel that. I, mean, I ain't gonna lie, man. Just me personally, I, I, that's a good also perspective on that because. You know, a lot of the people who are here learning about, you know, themselves, want to be better in their relationships, want to just become better people. The reality of it is you probably weren't a great version of yourself when you no were question. dating prior and you probably attracted somebody that wasn't either. That's right. So you better damn right not go back. That's right. To somebody that was in a place in their life when they didn't even have no damn business dating because you damn sure didn't have no that's business right. dating. So Man, that could deep. be speaking to a lot of what people are in the chat experiencing. And look, if you that exception, you were absolutely amazing and a husband and wife ready and all those things. And you just happen to get this person. OK, whatever. Right. 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 But a lot of us, we are attracting a bit of who we are. And that wasn't really who we should have been in, in there, you know, bringing people in our life lives for a long term yes. union. Right. Because yeah. that's a whole different mindset, thought process and, you know, frequency that you got to be moving on, you know, to be ready for something like that. Because the reality of it is, you know, I'm a I'm a business kind of so I love business, man. Yeah. I love like understanding it, learning it, you know, and now I'm really over the last, you know, five years become a connoisseur of this part of life, like family, legacy, yeah, relationships. It's time. Absolutely. And this is the man. When yeah. I tell you this here. I think I could I could build probably like seven, eight business, seven, eight, nine, ten businesses in my lifetime. But this relationship, Joy? Yes. Yes. This is tough. Yes. Right. Yes. It's yes. gonna challenge men and women more than they've probably ever been in their lives. And, and since time immemorial, it has. <sighs> right? I mean, think about it. I mean, you know, we think that you know, in modern times, this is the the first time that you know conversations about this have happened. Come on, seriously. Right. You think in the 1300s they weren't sitting around, you know, with their podcast <laughs> mics talking about this? <laughs> uh, but you know, you you hit on something, man. The the law is is immutable, bro. The law of attraction is is out there. And if you, I mean, I, I've that that period of time between 
breaking up with my you know then girlfriend and and now wife what was the gap in that by the way oh and you broke up with her too as well yeah so well yeah no it was kind of a mutual hey this is not the way to go so it wasn't like oh get out of here right okay okay um and i think that's also part of it too how did it end what 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 was that thing that made it end right so we didn't we didn't have you know something like that with that being said i was attracting the same exact woman i'm like why is this this almost the same you know like qualities personality you know um uh height you know like all of that stuff and for me to realize that the common denominator and all of those was dave was me and to go in and do some real soul searching and then set my intention just like we do for the law of attraction right set my intention to have something more stronger higher right yeah that vibration that i really wanted my child to come from man that's big and my decision was partly that like who do i want to build a family with who is going to help um you know grow our seed yeah i don't take that lightly man that's a big deal that's a huge deal as a matter of fact I'm really excited for the people because we're going to have a really great conversation. Not only uh, is Dr. Dave in here, uh, for those of you who have missed it here, well-respected, well-known heart doctor, cardiologist here in ATL. But we're also going to be bringing in another very uh, special presence here that we have backstage. We have been hiding and holding out on you guys because backstage we have a relationship coach. We have an author And we have somebody that has some similar experience in what we're going to be talking in here tonight. We actually got Angela Nicole Holton coming to the stage here. What up, Angela? Take your mic off mute, girl. What's popping? Hi, everybody. I'm so happy to be here. Happy to see you, Angela. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you. I've enjoyed listening to you all. I'm Listen, I'm glad to hear. We're going to enjoy listening back to you because... Here's what I want to here's what I want to add because I'm about to put the people in your business a little bit because right. we got Dr. Dave on here who has made a, an amazing uh, feat at 10 years of marriage with his ex, which everybody in the chat is like, hell no, we won't go. <laughs> and you now are also going ahead and currently dating your ex from the past as well. Is that correct? That is correct. And though we are not officially engaged, it's on the path toward marriage as well. That's right. But see, th- see, that's a bold thing to even go back. Like what they like they in the chat saying that you I ain't spinning a block is what <laughs> they call it nowadays. But you went ahead and you spent it, bust the whole U-turn and you're here. What made you say, you know what? I think there's some life here. I think this is something that we can build upon that you saw opportunity. What would what, you see? <sighs> you know there was always life in it for me. You know, when we broke up, it was probably almost 15 years ago. I was dating my best friend at the time, my best friend, my best lover, you know, my confidant, we've known each other forever. And so it was really about timing that the relationship ended. So he, in the back of my mind, he was always someone that left an indelible mark in my heart. And I believe the same for him and life took us in different directions and but i think we always used each other as the measuring stick for what we wanted in a partner i was out there trying to find him and other people and he was out there trying to find me and other women and it just didn't happen 
And so life would evolve. We both would evolve and we would cross paths numerous times. And oftentimes we would titillate on the idea of getting back together. And one particular time, you know, I remember thinking, okay, maybe this, this is the time. But I realized I saw some things in him that were still the same as when we were together. And I was like, no, it's not the time. But we had this really honest conversation that was like, you know, we've tried this approach so many times. Maybe we're not meant to be together. Maybe we should just focus on just friendship. And that's what we did. For six years, we focused on just building an awesome, awesome friendship. And... I had really told people I would never date him again. He told people he'd never date me again. And, you know, we can say these things that we're not going to do, but if the powers that be have a different plan for you, we have to adhere to that. And that's what happened. It was really sort of a meeting of the stars and an alignment. The timing was right. When we dated 15 years ago, he was coming out of divorce. And there were things that were not, you know, signs that were not conducive for a long-term relationship from him and for me. But this was just a moment and a year and a half ago. And I have to thank Usher. One day I'll thank Usher. It was the Usher concert in Vegas. Usher, right? that- <laughs> oh, <laughs> hell <laughs> no. Usher brought that together. Yeah, he did. He did. He's been breaking up relationships. So I'm surprised <laughs> right. he brought y'all two together. He brought so. us back together. We actually met at the Usher concert in Vegas with some family and friends. And we've been together ever since. And this is the healthiest and happiest we've ever been together. Wow. wow okay so yeah. that's that's interesting yeah. that's a love story for sure it's a it's a, it love is a story. Oh, beautiful love story can't wait to write it so check this so specifically speaking the reason you you guys left in the first place was it was it pretty egregious or was it like just it was timing what was the what was the first leaving you, point though you know i knew you know he, we got involved too quickly after his divorce and, and I'm just going to be transparent. It was too soon, okay. but you know, and he was, and I gave him that opportunity when we first started dating, like, is this too soon? He was like, no, no, no. But it was really almost three years in the relationship where he believed that, you know, and I'm, I don't want to share too much because this is his story to share, but Wait, where yeah, he, you. you know, <laughs> where he kind of felt like he hadn't really processed the grief and loss of his marriage. And I honored that. I, I trust, I believe that. And, and, respected that, even though my heart was very much involved. Uh, there were signs of him and behaviors that were not conducive to a relationship. You know, I think when you come out of something, you yeah. kind of need that debriefing time. You need that grieving process. Gotta detox. You got to detox. You need that time alone. And he didn't have that time alone. And so it was in our relationship that he wanted to find time alone. And you can't have time alone when you're in a relationship. So it was really timing where I felt like I wasn't getting what I needed, what I wanted, because he really wasn't available to give it to me at that time. So, but you know, the, the, the core and the foundational aspects of a relationship, we had like a a 10 on, on on the Richter scale and a lot of those matters, you know, Mm. intimacy and vulnerability. And, you know, when I say intimacy, I'm talking beyond physical, you know, just someone I could be completely myself with who loved me unconditionally, accepted me for who I am, our friendship, our compatibility. We have an amazing time together. So all those things were at play. So I was pretty devastated when we broke up, pretty devastated. And I went searching for him and other people and it never happened. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Now, in both of you guys' love stories, it seemed to be the majority of the relationship was was good. Yeah. 
and yeah. just for some things, some circumstantial things, it wasn't really able to work out. So what about the people? And, and circumstantial, so, right. not really character. Yes. yes. That's what I'm, I'm peeping yeah. to hear. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like integrity issues. Right. It was yeah. life is kind of like, you know, and doing this and that. kind of doing things. Right. You know, it just may not be the perfect time. Yeah, time. <laughs> but it still seems like it was still some level of, hey, maybe we can get back to this thing. But what about the people who it was some good? It was also some 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 bad, but it was more like a 50-50 good and bad situation where when you left, you never really seen yourself coming back. But maybe over time you got reintroduced to that person, like you know, Angela Nicole said, like, you know, they would just kind of come up in each other's presence and company. So what about those people? When do those people know if it's a good idea to potentially give the ex a second shot? Mm. Angela, you want to take that? Is, that? is that for me or for Dave? Angela, <laughs> take go, ahead take, go ahead and take that one. You, you, you know, I, I think you, you both, you all touched upon it before. You have to first recognize why did the relationship end? Be honest with yourselves. Like, why did it end? How did it end? And what part did you play in it? I think a lot of attention, oftentimes too much attention goes to what I take back my ex and not enough attention to well, where am I in my life right now? And mm -hmm. have I evolved since we were last together? Because if you haven't done the work to really evolve and grow, then you're probably bringing the exact same person into that relationship as well. So focus on have I changed and grown? And what was the role that you played in that relationship and its demise? And have you overcome those, um, whether they're character flaws, deficits, or shortcomings within ourselves, have you overcome those things? so that you're showing up in a better position in the relationship. So I think that's the first thing to think about. You know, I, I'm all, in my coaching, I'm always about turning the mirror towards yourself. Who are you now? How are you showing up? And how are you showing up differently than you did when you were with your ex the last time? So that's the hard truth, number one. And then the others, you know, what were the pros and the cons of the relationship? You know, Dave and I have different circumstances. So, you know, this is not a one size fits all. We're not suggesting that this works for everybody. Um, you know, what were the challenges? Um, you know, obviously, if there's any type of abuse, physical, emotional, verbal, sexual, like those are no. But you want to look at um, character, right? What was the character of your partner? And, you know, was there um, narcissism? You know, we all we're all narcissists, right? Narcissism is something that exists on a spectrum and we all embody some parts of it, some more than others. So, you know, was there gaslighting? Were there some really strong behavioral things that hurt you that, you know, that had you crawled up in a, you know, I don't know about the fellas, but the ladies like really devastated. You were disrespected, dishonored. You know, if you were dishonored and disrespected, I'm a Scorpio like Dave, like I can, I, 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 <laughs> you disrespect me and dishonor me, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. But if we have mishaps and there were challenges and struggles, you know, if I've, if I've evolved and then you come to me and I've seen, or you've shown me, or you, you're willing to demonstrate that you've evolved, then it's something worth considering. But, you know, don't just allow your heart to lead. Take your senses with you, your mind, your brain, your intuition, take it with you. And, you know, chemistry is real. You know, there's a saying, women always say, I don't know if you fellas know this, but we always say men always come back. You guys always come back. But 60% of people it, it say may, no. It may be for different reasons, but you always come back. And if it was a good thing or whatever, and the reason why, and what I've, what I've come to understand, it's actually a science behind it. And the science behind it is that men take a little longer to process and evolve. 
and that's just truth, right? You know, this is not about or men want, men want a lot, want some <laughs> some sex that they, can, that they can dip back into some real quick. Some, some, well, not all, but guarantee. <laughs> some of that guarantee. Some of that guarantee right there. But sometimes, you know, because it takes a little longer for men to process, it's oftentimes when they've processed and realized who they've lost what they've, you know, what they've given up, they often come back to revisit. And I don't think it's just, I mean, I've had men come back to me and it wasn't just for sex. I know what I brought to a relationship and some men take advantage of that or weren't ready for that. And so they come around a block again. <laughs> so let's, so I, I really want to have back. a poll on that. Cause I really want to penetrate the lady community right now. Okay. Okay. Right, right now. What's we, the poll? What's the poll? What we, got? Right now. She just kind of, she snitched on the ladies just now. Do ladies <laughs> truly believe that all that guys come that? back? Because oh. I've heard, uh, and I actually have said that like, Hey, you do what you're supposed to do. She going to come back. Yeah, that's a fact. You know? So I'm I'm very I'm very Somebody's careful. gotta be wrong about that. <laughs> I didn't know women said that. So give me the poll again. Let's drop it. And ladies only, do all your exes come back around? I want to hear that one right there for the ladies. I want to see if this is really what they feeling like here. And the chat is in here popping. Big shout out to everybody in the chat. Go ahead and share this thing with somebody that you know need to be up in here. Somebody that you know. That went ahead and spun the block with somebody that ain't got no business to send it to him right now because we're going to free him today or we're going to go ahead and probably have somebody open to spin in the block. All right. We need to, we need to, to it. get somebody up. You and never know. So the, 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 listen, guys, the poll has just dropped. Ladies only, do all your exes come back around? I'm so interested yeah. to hear oh, what they see. Fellas, all, these cap. polls are for y'all. Pay it's attention like, to these polls. In son. some form or fashion, they come back. First off, it's already over 100 votes. 90% people wow. saying yes. Wow. Yeah. So, so what about the previous poll? Did that make... I don't know. Well, so they come so back. No, he they said they come back. They just said they take them back. Right, right. There's, oh. That's two different things. Try. Try. To they try. There's an effort. <laughs> right. We so, got to we gotta drop off of my fellas now, too, because yeah, I want to see. I'm just saying, I, <laughs> I mean, is that true for you? What's that? Did you Did you have gone back? To all of your exes in some shape or form, some yes. not all of them, but a lot of women that I have had relations with the past in the past, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Right. Oh, gotta, I'm not, I'm not, I, nah. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like the one that I came back to, I'm married to her for ten years. First right. of all, Ron, Ron is absolutely capping right I'm now. At, what I'm capping about? <laughs> absolute cap right now <laughs> about going back to the ex. Absolutely, because again, this is not what we're talking about. It's not just for relationships. It's yeah. like sex. Just, oh, you circled the back. You yeah, circled yeah. the You just went again. back went to back. that relationship. Yeah. Flirted. Whatever. Yeah. One hundred percent flirted. No, oh, okay. or, or for case. sex, like you battling loneliness and all kind of stuff. Because a lot of times, that's what it is. The reality of it is, a lot of times when you go back is, and and I hate to say this, the reason a lot of times it may not be working and be successful is because you're probably doing it from a place of laziness and comfort more so than actually have I've done the work and evolved and coming yeah. back right. to see yeah, that's definitely not if a good, this uh, yeah. person yeah. has done the same. And yeah. have redeemable qualities. You're yeah. not really going back for yeah. serious. No, I, th I think that might be right, Angela. I th I th All right. It doesn't matter the reason. It could be cuffing season. It could be, you know, a little loneliness, yeah. but it, it happens. And you said 90% of the women said yes. What's that? We, we can end that poll we keep the poll over. I mean, <laughs> is it, I mean come on now. Hey, here's what I want to do, though, because I want to get the family in here. Let's go ahead and drop the initiation hotline link now so we can go ahead and start getting people in here now. Because what I want to do 
is I want to talk to the family tonight to get your take on it. Initiates, all right? On exes, and I'm, I'm really, I'm really, really curious about that. Have you been considering taking back your ex, or just give us a? I'm ready to hear some stories too. Like I want to hear what happened. When you gave that person a second chance and how it actually turned out. Absolutely. So we're going to drop this in here. So initiates, I'm going to let you come in here. All you do is come backstage. That link, you click it, come backstage. Be patient. All right, be patient. Uh, turn your mic on, turn your audio on, and we'll let you guys up one by one, and we'll let you know when that link drops. Facts. And we Family, got we okay? got shout out to Judith Sakala. She always showing love, man. Judith, I cannot wait to meet you when we have our first experience. But she says, I thought I can never go back to an ex. But after one, as I type this one, wow. whom I got along with very well with, I'm so confused, with flew across the globe for me after 11 years. Trust me, anything is possible. He wants to marry me. Damn. Okay. So basically, wow. basically, Judith, in so many words, is saying this guy she used to be with flew across the world to potentially be or now he wants to get married. Yeah. My question to Judith is, why you not marry him, Judith? What's the deal? He came back. Why are you not taking him back? Unless you are taking him back. Let us know. Let's hear the story. I want to hear that, actually. And big shout out to Simply and Zynga because she went ahead and dropped not just one membership, but two memberships. And she's gifted memberships in here for the family. So big shout out uh, for you in here taking care of the family. Big shout out to everybody gifted memberships and joining the uh, the initiation tribe here with us. And this is the thing. The I want to do something very special because y'all know we got the dating cards popping, right? We want we want to show love, have y'all the dating cards. But I told y'all we botched the giveaway yesterday. So we're going to run it back today. Okay, what's the giveaway? So whoever has the most compelling story about getting back with their ex or giving their ex an opportunity is going to get a signed deck Wow. Of the Harley in Love dating car sent directly to your address. So we're going to make sure get everybody one. email who joined us, who joined the initiator, uh, initiation hotline. So tonight. did we drop that link already? Yeah, drop the link. All right, guys. And so the link is in there. The link is pinned to the top of the chat, guys. And I'm going to pin it into the description as well. And I'm going to go ahead and close out this poll since we had 240 votes. Wow. Ladies, do all your exes eventually come back around? This is crazy. 70, I'm sorry, 85%. Of the women say yes, absolutely. Mm. Incredible. 85. We know this. <laughs> we Crazy. know this. That sounds about right, though. So, what would happen if you <laughs> flipped it and asked the guys? I'm a first off, 100%. The guys, we gonna be like 100%. They all came back. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's the one of them. Yeah, yeah right. I ain't right. want them to no, uh, none of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, so right. there's some ego in this poll, man. It's it some, is a lot of ego. ego. It's, ego. it's, it's some ego. You gonna want this? Exactly. Yeah. It's an ego. But you know, I do think it's it's the ladies, you know, because the ladies, you know, at because you know, men we lead with the the mini me, and then the ladies lead often with the heart. And I think a lot of times if they have this idea about a guy that it just didn't work out at the time, they're usually gonna be open to him coming back if he kind of shows this initial changes, like kind of he he changed a little bit. But I do think, you know, ladies in particular, uh, men as well have to be protective if you're going to try to give somebody another chance because yeah. they've already kind of seen how you operate. So they almost have more uh, more ammunition to kind of yeah. to put you in a more messed up situation because they know how you move. They know kind of what things they already kind of 
experiences so they pretty much can go back and look at the film see all the things they did in the past to kind of run it run the whole gambit back on you again so i do think you got to be careful when you're taking somebody back for sure yeah absolutely and guys we went ahead and we dropped that link in there so you guys can come in here and join the conversation and come in when you're ready and um you know we mentioned something that was really important i don't want to necessarily just breeze over it but uh angela you mentioned you know getting into a relationship right after one has ended Mm -hmm. right and you know let's talk about that a bit because that that detox period you know that we talked about a mention that you said your partner needed at the time that they didn't what what what's you think is that what, what what's a healthy time period for somebody mm-hmm. to be detoxing and waiting before they jump back mm-hmm. into another relationship i i don't know if i can quantify it with time but i think we you know it's really getting over the doing the work right forgiveness forgiving of yourself, forgiving of that person, that has to happen before you can move on. Because if you don't forgive yourself or forgive the person for whatever the the, the demise of the relationship, you're gonna go looking for that same person and the flaws in that person and attract that same experience to you have matured and evolved from that. So I wouldn't say that there's a time, but I think that we all need time to grieve, right? Give yourself time before you do the evolution and the growth and reflection, just grieve, grieve the relationship. And I think sometimes we don't allow ourselves to grieve because it's painful and it's hard. But if you don't grieve, you bring in all this baggage and emotional turmoil into your next relationship. So grieve, be sad being alone, you know, grieve the opportunities that you have with this person, grieve everything. And then you you need to do the inner work, you know, assessing what part did I play in the breakup? Why didn't it work? You know, um, what are the patterns within myself that are showing up in all my relationships? Because I think Dave said the common denominator in all his relationships was him. And the common denominator in all of our relationships are ourselves. So we have to see what part did we play in each relationship. And, you know, sometimes these are all just just dress rehearsals for the next relationship. I think we get closer to that person if we do the work. The more we evolve, we attract that higher frequency, right? The law of attraction, we attract who we are. So I wouldn't quantify it with time, but you got to do the work. You have to forgive. You get. You have to um, process, you know, what your shortcomings and your strengths are and notice why you keep attracting the same relationship and the same person. Because until you see that, you'll keep doing And that same person will come back around the block, whether it's a healthy or unhealthy relationship or not. I got it. I got it. Wow. And did you, Dr. Dave, was that pretty much on par? Did you have anything to add to that? Yeah, no, I mean, that's exactly right, though. I mean, I, I just I just feel like it's it's intuitive, especially for guys to kind of go through things, you know, intellectually, which is why in my current state of evolution, I know that there's something deeper. And that's why I talk about this feeling nature. Right. And not everything that counts can be counted. That's Einstein. Not everything that counts can be counted. Not everything that can be counted counts in, in, in situations like this, I, I, this is a prime example. And so then where do we go for the answer? It's still in us and I'm not going to get mystical, but that answer is beyond the human intellect to try to, you know, make sense of it. I, I do think there is some intellectual work to be done. Like I shouldn't have done that. That was garbage. Um, and, you know, a, a lot of times the forgiveness for me comes in intentionality. Like I've, that's not the right word, somebody's intention. So you could do something really bad to me, but if I knew you had pure intention, it was simply a mistake. I'm more likely to forgive you more readily 
therefore freeing up myself, uh, you know, that space in myself, um, then if I felt like your intentions were impure. Um, and so everybody plays the fool. And so we've all been in situations where whoever you're, you know, in a situation with, they didn't have pure intention for you. Right. They wanted to use you for something, mm-hmm. no matter what that is. And it, it, either it worked, it didn't work, whatever it is. Um, and if you get the sense that that person's intentions were impure, that's where I get stuck in a rut. That's where then I get this core memory, right? And I'm like, let me watch out for that. And this is where the intellect comes in. When I see this kind of person, I'm going to remember that this is what they normally do. Yeah. This is how this is. And that's not fair to anybody, but that's how we operate, right? That's a human thing. That's the way our central nervous system operates because right now we're getting probably 11 million bits of information into our neuro, uh, neurologic system. We can we can really process consciously about seven of those things. That's a big gap. Um, and when we put people in categories like that, that's a defense mechanism. That's a survival mechanism. Um, and tensions for me, and maybe a lot of other people, is what helps me categorize quickly. Oh, yep, I can't, yep, can't mess with you. And unfortunately, what that does is it digs a deeper chasm for my own unfoldment. Because if I don't forgive that process, I don't have to let you do it again to literally free up that part of my soul, to, to forgive you for doing it. Um, if, if, if I don't do that, and for me, intention, man, if I think, it, I mean, you can smack me in the face, but if it's because you fell and tripped over the, you know, you know something, I'm more likely to forgive you than if you did it to try to embarrass me, you know, on, on a live podcast. You know what I mean? No, nah, well, I, I, I 100% know what you mean. In fact, we got some of the family back here um, building up in the backstage. So we're going to come bring and bring everyone up here so you guys can, uh, uh, we can hear your points of views. And guys, remember, Ryan went ahead and said, um, uh, for our initiates, you know, we're going to do a giveaway for our initiates who's got a pretty compelling story here for us. And what I want to do here is also let you guys know that you can go ahead and join in the link backstage and we're going to go ahead yeah. and start. And drop your emails <clears throat> if you don't mind, guys, in the chat or just email us. Anybody that we bring up tonight on the initiation hotline, just make sure that you email info at hardlyinitiated.com so we can make sure to get that uh, that, that, that that giveaway to you. And we are going to start here with Selena. Welcome to the show. Selena, what's up with you? Hi, everybody. Hi, Selena. What up? So, um, so, uh-oh. Can you guys uh, hear me? Oh, Yeah, no, we sure can. We can okay. hear you. How about this? Start off. Give us your age, okay, your location, and tell us here. What's going on? Are you dating your ex or you're not? I'm 38 and I live in Mesa, Arizona. Um, I'm not with my ex, but I did give actually three of them a second chance. So that was not a good idea. <laughs> but um, but the most recent one, I actually cut ties with him back in September. Um, and I was with him for four years. Um, and I really, really thought that this guy was my husband, like. Like for real. So it was just the whole, it was definitely a soul tie. And I just, I guess the first time when he broke up with me, I won't say why, cause it's kind of personal, but 
I don't know. It's sorry, I'm nervous and I'm trying to do the story justice. But no rush. It's no rush. Listen, yeah, it's no rush. Relax. You, you listen. You talking. You you talking amongst family. But but I'm curious to know because this is you talking about the the very last guy. Um, this mm -hmm. is who you're describing, right? You say y'all were together for four years. Yes. And and he broke up with you in that in this last relationship. Yes, he actually. Well, he would tell the story differently, but he broke up with me um, a few months into the relationship. But because. I, I don't know. I was like, I really felt like he was the one. So we kept talking and eventually we got back together. He broke up with me again. And, but we still kept talking as if, you know, nothing ever ended. And, um, you know, but there was so many issues, you know, he was married in the past and I don't think he ever fully healed from that. Um, I think we started our relationship too soon because it was actually, he had broken up with his ex, but she was still living with him. She was like on her way out of the house. Oh my um, God. Yeah, when we started dating and, you know, we kind of felt that we should have waited, but we just didn't because I don't know, it felt right. And it felt right for a long time. But as time went on, it was like, I kept noticing different things where it's like, okay, Maybe he's not the one, but he I, he was like everything to me. And um, and well, I really well, thought you know, <laughs> I'm curious to know here. How long were you guys dating while he lived, you know, with his ex? Um, it was only a month. She was okay. actually in the process of moving out when we started dating. So at this point now, I guess at this point, you know, with three exes that you went back to and it didn't work, at this point, your stance is you ain't dealing with them exes no more. No. <laughs> and I hold no ill will to any of them. They're all wonderful men, but it's just, you know, we weren't right for each other. And it took me a long time to figure that out with the last one. Well, let, let's dig into this a bit. And Angela, uh, if you can help us out on this one, because Selena mentioned that she started to deal with the ex as his his ex-girlfriend was moving out of the residence that they shared together. Now, Angela, you mentioned that it was possible when you were dating your now husband. Your partner, your guy. When you was dating him at one point, it was possible that I think the issue was that it was too soon after his divorce. So can you kind of dive into when might be the right time? Like, how do you know or what are some signs that this that the past situation is, is done and that you might be clear to even kind of squeeze in there with the with the the, the ex? Yeah, I mean, I, I want to say my ex wasn't still living with his his ex-wife at the time. So, I, I, you know, even though the. the um, Selena, in your in your situation, that your ex and his partner had decided not to be together, he wasn't completely free and unencumbered to enter into a relationship with you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he was he still had not just one foot in the door; he was still living in the same you know same domain as his ex. So it's a tricky tricky situation to get a healthy relationship off the ground with that. Um, you know, the question I wanted to ask you is, are you clear on why he broke up with you in the beginning? Like, are you, do you understand why that happened? Um, 
I well, the first reason he said it, uh, I don't want to. I don't, don't want to share. I don't want to. I, I, but it was yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't too clear. Like it was a difference of values, I guess. So for me, I was just like, that's silly. But okay, if that's you know, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, I often look at, you know, the person who, you know, he ended the relationship, but, you know, I don't, I don't believe in victimizing people in those situations. So I don't want to see you as the victim and he ended it with you. I want you to be empowered and understand why did the relationship end? Where were the values incongruent? Where were you not perhaps prepared or ready for the relationship? You know, what, were there signs or things that you ignored? You know, I, I really appreciate Dr. Dave talking a lot about intuition, which, you know, it's it's so refreshing, honestly, Dave, to hear you talk about it because you don't hear a lot of men really speak about the feeling, the emotional, intuitive aspect of, of themselves as much. You hear more women talk about that. So I just wanted to say that really quickly. Um, but I think, Selena, that's important to, to understand is, you know, your role. Let's forget about him what was your role in this relationship? You know, you say that you took them back and it was a waste of your time. But the question I would want to ask you is why should they take you back? Um, it was because that's when you can answer that question, you know, you, you kind of know why those relationships didn't, it didn't work out. You know, my goal is always to help someone understand themselves, not their, I don't, you know, I don't care about the X, X, and it's about you and what mm -hmm. is drawing you to your past relationships that perhaps um, is there a part of yourself that you're repeating patterns and you're willing mm -hmm. to repeat those patterns again in your past relationships. Uh, you know, that's the thing. Before you take someone back, you got to look at, we have to look at ourselves and say, you know, why am I going back to this? Um, what was the cause of the relationship that ended? And have I learned from that experience? You know, the lessons, right? The, there's always some lessons in the heartache and the breakups, or we hope if you take them from that, take them from that. Um, so that's my question to you is to really put it back on you um, mm -hmm. because that's the point of change and the point of power is your interest in taking your exes back in that sense. What, what, what drew you to them? And Selena, look, thank you so much for coming up here and sharing with us. It's good yeah. to see you again. Fact. And I appreciate your engagement every episode in this chat. All right. Oh, yeah. Selena, thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Be blessed. And we got a couple other initiates back here, man. They yeah. are piling up and uh, ready to come share with us. So I'm going to bring our next initiate to the uh, stage here. We actually got Dominique Hamler. Welcome to Hardly Initiated. What's up with you, Dominique? Oh my God, you guys, I'm having a geek moment right now. This is something I've dreamed of. <laughs> Get out of here. That I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, I, listen, you're here I'm, today, Dominique. Listen, I, I'm in Los Angeles, you guys. I just pulled over off of the horrendous 405. I'm in somebody's neighborhood just so I can make this happen, y'all. <laughs> I love it. I love wow. it. I love it. Well, well, how about this? You told us you were in LA. Give us your age and let us know. Are you you going to date your ex or what? Oh, God, no. I'm 40, 47 years old. I'll be 48 in uh, February. Um, heck no. I was, a uh, little backstory, I was married to a narcissistic abuser. I got married young, straight out of college, and I just fell for the okey-doke. Everybody around me, all of my loved ones, was telling me, do not do it. 
but I was attracted to him and drawn by his ambition and his, you know, just grasp on life. And so I'm from Louisiana originally, and we both moved out here to LA to work on our careers. I'm a registered nurse, uh, nursing executive now in the mental health space, and he's a musician. And unfortunately that lifestyle, the sex, drugs and rock and roll, it caught up with him and me very quickly. And it was a 19 year relationship that it took. Wow. Uh Oh, whole oh, time on. to leave. Okay. Okay, you said it was a 19-year relationship that what now? Wow. Took me seven years to leave. Seven times to leave. Get a divorce. Seven times. Wow. Wow. That's, yeah. that's okay, that's kind of wild. That was a soul tie if yeah. I ever heard one. Okay. <laughs> oh, most definitely. So first of all, I this, so here's the thing. I'm hearing a lot of um, ladies saying that they running in. How the hell is every woman finding a damn narcissist? How is this? I mean, they're like, they like be him, but I'm not sure. No, we, got, we got somebody. Listen, we, we got somebody else. I want because the narcissist seem to be really out there on the prowl. <laughs> they are. They are. And we're not having a conversation about it. Nobody's teaching us and nobody's talking about it. And they go for the confident, strong um, woman. And, you know, to contrary belief, you know, you think that they're looking for somebody that's weak minded. No, that's not the case. They need somebody that's going to do the work and do all the heavy lifting for them on their behalf. And they just use you. They're a succubus. They use you dry. They drain you. It's exhausting. It's exhausting, you guys. So let me ask you this, this Diamond. This is this is this is the interesting part to me because what did everybody? Because you were very clear that everybody else told you not to do this. So what were the signs that everybody else saw that was clear that you missed? They saw a uh, immaturity that I didn't see. They saw a lack of commitment that I didn't see. And they just saw blatant usury. I don't know how, but they literally saw that this man wanted me to take care of him financially and his children. And, you know, I do all the work because I, I just, I, I couldn't identify it. I, I was being love bombed, gives attention, attraction, you know, saying all the right things. I really wanted to be married. You know, my parents were married. Uh, there was a comfort in we grew up together. We our families knew each other. But the other thing that I didn't know about his family was the um, generational curse of addiction that that ran down the ranks of his family uh, genealogy. And uh, that was another thing that they knew about that they informed me about. And I had no idea what that was going to be like being married to an addict. Wow. Well, check it out, Dominique. Thank Whoa. you so much for coming in here and giving us your Thank take you. on this. Now we know we yeah. got some people that ain't going back and spending that block because <laughs> no. I get it though. I mean, I, get, I mean, somebody like that, yeah. I mean, they, at this point, they're not even on their grind. You know, they're using no. you, said they're using you for your money. Yes. I mean, for, first of all, I don't even know, I don't even know how you describe them as ambitious and use it for your money. I don't know what kind of oxymoron is this ambitious. No, 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 no. Financial. You have to use it. It's people who will leverage every resource they have outside of themselves to get things done. That's a strange That's one right, right there. That's but right. listen, Dominique, again, thank you so much for coming up here and sharing your, uh, your experience here with us, beloved, okay? Thank you Thanks, so much, Dominique. guys. Love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank Thanks, you so Dominique. much. We Thank will. you. Love you too. So, so you know, here's here's one of the things. I mean, the the word of 2023 in my mind, at least one of them. There's probably 30 of them. Is narcissist, and so so Angela, would you 
Angela probably has the a, a working knowledge of really what <laughs> narcissist is because what she described is not a narcissist. Mm -hmm. She described uh, an opportunist. Yeah. And that's not the same. And so, you know, I, I think there's some danger in, you know, throwing the word around. Can, can you just kind of give us the little the, the distilled version of that? Ooh, distilled. I, again, you know, narcissism is a continuum. So there's varying degrees of narcissists. But, you know, you have someone who is a malignant narcissist who really um, latches on to someone, but not just to use someone. You know, it's, it's a lot of mind games going on with a narcissist. There is manipulation there's gaslighting, there's a lack of accountability, there is someone who, um, you know, they, they, they need you, they feed off of you, right? So um, they will, you know, contrary to what she mentioned about confidence, they really kind of draw on someone who doesn't have the most confidence in themselves because they, they need that person to fill them up all the time. So they're, you know, they're, I don't want to say the other partner is the weaker partner, but they need someone who can feed into their ego, feed into the narcissism, always make them right, sort of put them on a pedestal. Um, there's so many varying, there's like eight or nine different symptoms of narcissism mm, on yeah. the DSM right category. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, you know, yeah. gaslighting is huge. Manipulation is huge. Um, someone who um, is always victimized, right? They do wrong, but then they blame you for doing it. Uh, you know, it's quite a few things. But um, Dave, what else do you? What do you think? No, I mean, it's a it. Not to get too um, nuanced with it, but it's a it's a real personality disorder. It's a personality which disorder. Even the mental health specialists they don't get too much into it. Um, I just think we throw it around too. Yeah, much. no, they, the definition well, is every, getting ratchet. Everybody's saying here. no, for sure. The definition <laughs> is definitely right. getting ratchet. I want to see because we got uh, we got a, a young lady, and I want to say Eutropia. She she's gonna come on. She's gonna tell us how to how to how to say her name. But she's actually in the chat. She seems like she has a lot to say on narcissism. Let's talk so about a Eutropia. Hi guys, how, how are, are you? you? <laughs> how are yeah. you? Um, on the way, on the way, not, Wait, start here real quick for me because you're you're going right now. Give me I your, would your, agree. With give, that. give me your age, your location, and, and and let's get into it. Guys, I am sixty, soon to be sixty-one years young. So, Damn. Wow. Yes, I am. Um, I'm from South. Uh, I'm from uh, Farmington Hills, Michigan. So, guys, love your show. I saw you had the terrace on here once, and that's how I ended up tuning into you guys. So I just, yes. I love I just it. yeah. So. Guys, listen, I think what's happening, why there are so many women going back to their exes, is the times we're living in. And, you know, I said this to someone before, what's happening a lot of times with this dating thing, like for me, I, as you get older, it's hard to date out here. It is hard. Are you still dating? Honey, I can't find nobody to date. <laughs> <laughs> I would wow. like to date, but it's just I. it's hard to meet people as you get older to date. And I think with a lot of women, sometimes when you do meet men, it's so far and in between. You know, a lot of times you a woman may not meet a guy, but like every two years, if farther than that. So sometimes you kind of tolerate things a little bit more. And then when the ex comes back because you haven't met anyone, you're a little quicker to open up that pathway for them to come back. I think the mm -hmm. pandemic also opened up that opportunity for those exes to creep back in because there were so many women feeling lonely. I know my ex-husband, uh, 
he and I talked. I He cheated on me. I've been married twice. Um, my ex-husband cheated on me. And, you know, I look, my thing is we were good friends, but I just am not taking that back. Once you cheat on me, I'm done. But I think he felt a sense of like, you know, because I could treat you just as nice and laugh with you and joke. I mean, especially during a pandemic, we we were really cool. We didn't hook <laughs> up or anything like that. But I think in his mind, he thought, oh, I can I can ease back in here. Oh, no, you can't. Bye bye. <laughs> Somebody said invite him to the uh, party, the block party. So, um, <laughs> but, oh, wait, so how so so you guys so he cheated and then you guys divorced. Yes. And then he tried to come back into your life is what happened. He tried to, it was during the pandemic, you know, again, we were just having a good conversation because we're both single. We're both by ourselves. And sometimes when you're by yourself like that, I mean, guys, you guys went through the pandemic. You guys are single. And uh, I don't know if you had someone in your life while you were going through it, but you get real lonely and you just start talking to people. And uh, sometimes I think what's happened where a lot of women are, again, letting these exes come back in is because of the loneliness. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, it's, it's hard to date. You know, I, I was just doing this uh, thing with Luteris on his uh, live and a lot of the women were joining in, you know, just talking about the challenges of dating out here today. So a lot of times, again, we're opening up these doors. We're opening up our legs, not me, because I've been abstinent for 16 plus years. But, wow. You know, but a lot of, yeah, wow. <laughs> Trust me, baby, I wasn't planning on being absent that long. But, um, but, but I, live, I live my life for God. So truly yeah. I do. But I, I just feel that, you know, a lot of women, please stop letting these exes in because they're an ex for a reason. So let me, let, let me ask you this, because again, you sitting at the table with some exceptions. So, okay, we need some context on that. But I want to ask you this question. Is there any ex in your life that based on how the relationship may have ended, you might be open to revisiting? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. I do. I do not go back to exes. I'm not doing it. Um there's a reason they're an ex, you know, I, I, that's just not for me. You know, I want okay. God's best. And if it didn't work out during the course, I was with that person. Cause I'm always going to give 200%. If it doesn't work, I'm done. Just well, first of all, I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. Utropia, they in the chat going crazy right now. They want your skincare routine. First of all, the beauty of holiness. Amen. Oh, oh. Hey, hey, she said it's that abstinence that got her growing. Right. You can't be on that ratchet stuff, y'all. Holiness. Right. If you see something on me, you see the light of God. That's number mm-hmm. one. Um, number two, I will tell you, I use oil of Olay and drink lots of water. And I just got through aqua therapy, aqua aerobics. <laughs> hey, so, listen. Yeah, but, but definitely the beauty of holiness. I give God all the praise. Let me tell you, thank wow. you so much for coming up here, Utropia. I appreciate the, the, listen, the queens and the OGs coming up in here, giving us some game. Yes. And you stay up in this chat because we're going to be having a good time, okay? Oh, I'm going to be here, honey. Okay. Peace, elbow grease, guys. Be blessed. Listen, make sure you email <laughs> us. Info at harleyinitiated.com. Absolutely. Oh, all of our people get getting on here talking are going to qualify for these hardly in love 
cards is in fact the sign deck we giving it out tonight in fact let's keep dropping that let's keep dropping the link in there we, we kicking it with the family today y'all in here kicking it with dr dave montgomery the cardiologist heart doctor here in atl georgia and also y'all are in here talking to an author and relationship coach angela nicole halton we are in here having a good time so i'm in here dropping this link y'all join the conversation in fact i got somebody else in here we got Man, I'm about to butcher this sister's name. Uh, you help me out, sister. Is it Zika? Zik Zikona? <laughs> I almost got it right. It's Zikona Mshongo. I'm South African. Oh, oh well, are you, are you calling in here from South Africa? Yes, I'm calling from KwaZulu Natal, South Africa. Oh, international caller. Because here's the thing. People in these states, they be complaining about all this stuff going on. All right. Mm -hmm. And I want to know if is it really better somewhere else? Take me to South Africa. Are you single right now? Yes, I am single. <laughs> okay, okay. And by the way, so, okay, get, we know your location, but give me yeah. your age. Okay, I'm 26. Do you need to know my occupation and stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. Why not? What do you do for a living? Okay, I'm a physiotherapist. Love. Oh She's a goodness. physiotherapist. You might have sent us on yes. digits because, you know, I need, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Every time I mention it, someone always gets some sort of neck pain or shoulder pain. I could imagine. I could imagine. Wait, so let, let me tell me this. How is and if you could be brief and brilliant because this ain't got nothing to do with what we about to talk about. But how okay. is dating in South Africa? Dating in South Africa is ghetto. Um, oh my <laughs> god! Not all the way in South Africa. Oh my. Okay. Why is that so? Sorry, guys. It's the same everywhere. But I it think is. it's because we have like a lack of prepare uh, preparation. So we aren't necessarily prepared to date well or prepared to like date quality people or be a quality person ourselves. Literally growing up, we're told, okay, you need to study, you need to be good, close your legs, like make sure you secure your future because it's very like slim the chances of you actually making it and being able to be self-sufficient, especially as a black person. Mm. Yeah, so basically like most of us, if we weren't taught to date, and we were kind of like focused, especially in varsity, then we, we probably weren't looking at varsity as like a big dating pool. We were just yeah. looking at it as people being a distraction. Wow. And yeah. Well, how the hell and were you? Also personally, a lot of people have different experiences, but I know that like just from me and my group of friends, like dating is kind of like a distraction for us. And now it's almost like our parents expect us to be, you know, graduated with a husband. That's how it be. You know, you in school, they're like, hey, you better stop messing with them boys and get that damn degree. And as soon as you graduate, they're like, where my babies? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Where my like, where's the at? husband? Where are the grandkids? When's the wedding? Oh, you trust we me. want my, some cows in this yard. Come yeah, on. My, my mom is putting pressure on me as well right now. It's the, I'm, and I'm 30. So it's around it's around that time frame and all that pressure starts happening. So let's talk about this now. As far as it comes to dating your ex, are you, because first of all, you already got the slang, slang down, talking about how the hell we using the same damn yeah, slang, talking about this ghetto. <laughs> but listen, are you spinning a block? You going back and dating your ex or what? Okay, so the problem with me going back and dating my ex is that I know the kind of person I was when I dated them. And I know the kind of decisions that I was making when I was dating them. So in the place that I am in now, 
I wouldn't. However, lots of people that I have dated have kind of like grown into like more mature people. However, when you do communicate with people from the past and they kind of speak to you like, you know, 2017 Z, but 2024 Z is a different person. So it's kind of like, how do I discern who I'm talking to and whether they have better intentions now, whether they've grown into a person and whether they're growing in the same direction as me. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So very, in- I mean, was that the long answer for, uh, I guess you kind of kept it open there because you, you didn't close oh, the door. You didn't close the door like that. Straight. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not all the way closed. However, I I do look at it as a yellow flag, like communicating with people from my past. Because like I said, I know who I was then. I Mm. I was dating very carelessly. So I know who they think they're talking to Mm. when they come back into my life. However, I'm a different person. How do I discern if they are too? I love that. So she she wants to know how can she... How does she, if I leveled up, how do I look at you and know that you now on my new level? Right. How do I know that? And I see that, you know, here's the biggest thing for me, because that's a really good question. And this is not even just for anybody I'm going back to. This is just anybody in life. Because as you guys can see, y'all see me on here talking to people hours and hours every single week. And believe it or not, I just don't do this on camera. I do this in real life. And I would like to call myself a conversationalist. And in conversation, I feel like there's so much to learn when you speak to people, if you can have conversation with intention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like in conversation, you can see where somebody's thoughts is, where somebody's values are, what they're doing with their, uh, how they're spending their days, their time, what their priorities are. And it doesn't take very long, especially if you've really authentically done the work and have put yourself in a new position and a new place in life, you can typically quickly hear and spot a phony. Yeah, discernment. That's not really putting in the real work. Obviously, it's some people that can slip through the cracks, but even when they're slipping through the cracks, I notice when that's when it's still not that much intention put into it because a lot of times when you slip through the cracks with somebody is because you probably are wallowing in the conversation that feels good Mm -hmm. and not maybe asking some of those hard questions that might get you some of those hard truths. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We can tend to have easy conversations that feel good. Yeah. Yeah. That feel pleasurable might lead to some good fun sex and then kind of spill over into all those other things. But in conversation, we can learn so much. If we have the right conversation, shameless plug, get those damn hardly in love dating cards we just got for you to prevent that. But in in all seriousness, this is important to me because as me being somebody who, you know, made it to like the levels of mastery and sales by trade, I took it upon myself to study just copious books upon questioning the art of it, the purpose of it, the styles and the reasons behind them. And I've always done a really good job asking questions. And if you are doing that right, I'm telling you, and please tell me how to, I'm not about to butcher your name again. Tell me how to pronounce your name one more time, sister. Uh, you can call me Z, but my name is Zikona. First of Zikona. all, Zikona. 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 <laughs> so check Z. it out. Like, yo, Z, if you're having the, you know, some, if again, you keep doing you, you keep progressing, man, have some real conversations with these brothers. Like, yeah. I think the first thing that really like, um, 
takes them out of the picture is the fact that I'm I'm abstinent now. So the ones that stay, it's a little bit tricky, you know. Mm. Okay, so so you know, you're okay with this? Okay, cool. We can continue talking. But who are you now? Where are you going? Because I know where I'm going. Do you know where you are? Wow. You know? Wait, yeah. so how long you how long you been abstinent? I'm curious. Me, two years now. Wow. Two years. So she's yeah. 25 years old. 26. I'm 26. I'm turning 27 this year. Man. I had that whole frontal lobe experience when I was 25. I was like, oh, wow. I need to be responsible. Man, I love it. She, she out these excellent. ratchet streets. Excellent. I love it. This is good. This is good. great news. Man. Yeah. I, I was curious, though, because you said the ex is what? Because you said uh, they come back and you abstinent. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I would imagine that's a huge shock if they've already had, you know, a sexual relationship with you. And now you yeah, some of them. Others, you know, shame. They were. (laughs) I got you. I got you. Yeah. And that's it. I'm sorry to them. (laughs) Man, that's really yo. So the ones that have like it takes them out the quick, the takes them out the picture really quickly, and then the others, it's sort of like, oh, okay, you know, that don't matter. First of all, let, let me ask you this. I'm just, I'm just curious, Z. How how how'd you find out? Uh, have you did you just start watching us? Or you've been watching us for a while. Oh no, I've been watching you guys. I think since around October last year, and I was like, who are these people that are like posting? You know, like twenty two hour podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm watching the whole thing. Man, I love that. And listen, I want you to I, keep, I want South you to, I want you to keep watching and keep us tapped in with this conversation with, with your life and how it's moving because I'm just excited to know that we're bringing people internationally together that's trying to be better. Yeah. You no, know, most definitely. Like I feel like we need these kinds of platforms especially internationally because like what you guys are actually bringing is healthy conversations amongst men, which is something that we like. It's always women having to tell men like guys, come on, like, we evolved, but you guys didn't necessarily have, like, the same evolution that we did. Mm. Well, first of all, we're getting them soldiers trained up right now for you, Z, so you yes, might have to take a trip are. to the yes. States. All right? I a lot of folks taking <laughs> to South Africa. Right. 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 Hey, I love it. Hey, look, Z, thank you so much for coming up on here. You better make sure you become an initiate and stay tapped no, in for life nice because I, I want you to stay a part of these conversations, okay? Alrighty, thanks for having me, you guys. And please come visit when you can. Like, oh, wow. I would definitely love to come to America and, like, you know, meet you guys. Like, are you guys having like a conference or an event anytime this year? Soon, soon, soon. On the way. Please please do, you guys. No, I, I, I need like an excuse to visit. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we sure will. Much love to you. So you have a blessed day, okay? Alrighty. Well, it's actually evening, like, it's four o'clock right now. Wow. wow. Have a blessed evening. Yo, Z is dope, man. The ladies coming through tonight for real. Man, hey, fellas, what? hop up in here, man. Tell me about your the ladies talking about we coming back in the DMs. We a hundred percent spinning the block. I want the fellas to come in here yeah. and had a conversation with us. We really in here chopping it up with the family tonight. I am curious though, because we have the ladies, uh, pretty much all of them said they'll never go back to the eggs. All right, so I understand that. But I wonder if they have determined what the ex would need to do to qualify to come back. Like how, how, if, if I'm an ex 
And for whatever reason, I dropped the ball on one of these ladies or, you know, vice versa. Young lady dropped the ball on me. You know, what are some how do I position myself to get that person back? Uh, You dropped the ball. Yeah, that's (laughs) baby. So so the young lady was it was it Selena or Dominique who said it took me seven times. To get out of that was it Dominique? I think it was Dominique. Dominique. That was Dominique. Yeah, that was Dominique. Yeah, L.A. Because that would be a great question for Dominique. That's a good. Yeah, that's a great point. Seven times. Seven. Right. And and you know the truth of the matter is I you know I I I know we we still have this bent and I'm hearing it echoed in all of the the callers that are coming in, and and I get it, but the truth of the matter is Les Brown. You guys remember Les Brown, the motivator. Absolutely. Used to say, if you want to keep on getting what you're getting keep on doing what you're doing doing. Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter who you are if you are going through something seven times and you're still getting the same result you got to change jim Rohn used to say if you want your life to be better you have to change be better you got to change forget about it if you want your life to change forget about all the other circumstances and all that oh you know you know why why did he break up with you a lot of times he broke up with you because he just doesn't want you anymore. And now you're, I'm just saying, or, or a new opportunity came. And now you're sitting at home trying to rack your brain about why this guy is no longer, you know, what did I do? What, what things could I have done? Actually, nothing. You couldn't have done anything because his interest changed. He's a narcissist, whatever you want to say. And it has nothing to do with you. But what I love that what, what Angela's saying is, when you go and you do some deep introspection, when you come out of that introspection, you don't choose that again. You're not trying to go back and and rehash and say, oh, he, you know, was there, you know, was it something about the girl he chose? No, it was going to do that anyway. Right. You know, was there something different that I could have done? No, there's nothing different you could have done. It was, it was, it was going to happen at that time in that relationship. That's difficult for women in general. And I, and I try not to do stereo, like stereotypes and generalizations, but that's one of the things that I find. It's just difficult to know that this was out of my control. Let me move to the next level. Let mm-hmm. me move to the next level of understanding. <clears throat> and if you keep having that experience, you got to be saying, I'm the common denominator yeah. that men right. and women, if you want to keep on getting what you're getting, keep on doing what keep you're doing. Keep on doing it. And guys, if you want to go ahead and get up in this conversation right now, you can go ahead and jump in right now in the link we put in here, or you can feel free to send a super chat. Guys, you know, we always welcome the super chats. We'll go ahead and take those and answer those questions. In fact, I got Christine backstage coming up on stage here. Christine, what's popping? Hey, hello. How you guys doing? What up, Christine? How you living? Oh, man, real, real good. And it's 62 young street. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wait, I hold on. I love it. That's like the magic number tonight. <laughs> right. It's yeah. what's, wait, what's your... Look, she got that shirt. That sauce. That's that so, <laughs> wait, 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 what's going on with you? What, what you doing tonight? Why you Why you all swagged up tonight? <laughs> oh, actually, I'm not. Really, I kind of changed that, you know, I, my side thing, I cut a couple of haircut times tonight, you know, but I got, you know, a couple of baskets, you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. So your, give me your, this. Yeah, her give, hair looks good. So we got she your age, like 60, yeah. 62 okay. years old. Yeah. I need you. I want to get your location and tell me you're going back in Dane Yaks or what? Okay. I live in Rochester, New York, originally from Kingston, Jamaica. I can I, tell. Boop, boop. I can tell. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. 
Um, you know, I prayed for him. I forgive him. He still calls me for prayer. And, you know, um, our daughter is like 28, you know, that I encourage her to keep praying for him to forgive him. But, no, he hasn't grown, you know. He's been through a lot of trauma. I empathize with him, but no. Uh-uh. Maybe if after divorce he would have spent time with the children. But for me to see him not being able to take care of his seed, you know, that's your seed. That's a part of you. And if you can't take care of your kids or see your kids, me as a woman, no, I, 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 no. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean that's no. Nah, I'm not gonna lie. I I can't respect any man or woman that's not taking care of their kids. Yeah, that's just kind of what it is. Yeah. So I can get that if if I mean that's that's a pretty easy way to weave somebody out on yeah. being able to spin the block. Are they coming back? Are you having the same experiences? Uh, are all your exes eventually coming back? Or because look, you got 62 years on this earth. So I know you got some some experience of knowing if are these brothers <laughs> all coming back to you at some point in time in life? They try, they try. You know what I mean? I, I have to fight off, you know, the young men. I, I do like my guys younger though. You know. All right. Oh. <laughs> okay. We might have to bring you back for the for the younger okay. younger wait, men. Wait, wait, what you doing? Wait, you, wait, wait, you, you, you ain't say you was absent. So what you doing with these young men? <laughs> oh wait, no, wait a minute. I am abstinent since 2014, sweetheart. Oh, wow. okay. We got, I mean, what? Oh, yeah. I travel a lot too. So, you know, so I, I, I live a very happy life, but I am going to get married to the right one. But you guys are amazing. I watch this all the time. I share you guys all the time. I'm an affiliate or whatever you call it. <laughs> an initiate. Yeah. An initiate. I love <laughs> it. Initiate. You both. You affiliate oh. and initiate. Hey, listen, but listen, I love your energy. You got some beautiful energy. Yeah. I appreciate you, Christine. Thank you so much for coming up on here. All right. I appreciate you guys so very much. Keep on doing the great job and educating us in relationship. I love Pastor James. I mean, I'm in all the way. Thank you so <laughs> very much. Bless you all. Yes, bless you as well. Bless you as well. See, Doctor Dave, that that might surprise you. Um, and Angela, you let us know if that surprises you. But see, we got this very wholesome, these wholesome women. Obviously, facts. They taking care of themselves. You know what yeah. I mean? They are looking yeah. for the right people. They learning. They yeah. keeping the legs closed. You oh know? my goodness! I mean, some of us, you know, we have some 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 challenges, but yeah, we all, what, we what all, can be wholesome and exactly? And still, we yeah, all yeah, working yeah. on those things. So I, it actually doesn't doesn't surprise me that a lot of the young ladies called in was was absent. For, oh my for multiple years. First of all, how, how the hell I'm over here the one interviewing and y'all more wholesome than me? <laughs> <laughs> right. This is going crazy. I'm right. proud of y'all, man. Right. I'm proud of y'all. Right. It's good just kind of hearing it and seeing the energy. And it's going to be fun, man. We're going to actually take, if y'all got any super chats here, I, I'm going to have to let Angela go in a minute. So y'all better go ahead and ask these questions. I had this conversation. I got an amazing oh. author and a relationship coach in yeah. here taking her very special and important time to go ahead and give us some game Facts. With, with Dr. Dave Montgomery. And Angela, she actually going to hook up the initiates, too. So she got something special she want to tell us about. We got something special for really, the initiates. Really exciting, yeah. My giveaway? Is that what we're talking Absolutely. about? Absolutely, yeah. Let's do it. Here's Let's, my so giveaway. A signed Ooh. copy of my latest book, Date Night Ideas for Couples. Fun ways to connect with your partner for entertaining night. And this is not just for couples. This is for single people, too. Why? 
Because if we want to be in a relationship, we're intentional about it. We start preparing for that relationship now, not waiting till we're in one. And these are even dates in here that you can do with a friend. So they're innovative, they're fun, they're imaginative, and I want to sign and send a copy to somebody. Bam. So yeah. it's going to happen at the end, guys. Wait to the end because we're going to do something special um, for the giveaway. So uh, just wait in here. Hold tight. I got two more initiates that we're going to get to Facts. Uh, in this conversation before uh, that's here backstage that we're going to talk to. What you got, Ryan? If, I mean, I, my fellas, my fellas, I know y'all going to want that, too. And this is a secret, fellas, a secret. All it takes is one game. Yeah. Just one game. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Have it on the coffee table. Have it on the that's coffee it. table. Oh, <laughs> oh he's evolved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Hey, hey, like Dr. Dave knows something, y'all. He right, knows something. Right, 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 right. Hey, so check it out. What we're going to do here is we're going to bring one of our most active initiates that I see all the time in the chat, Anissa, here to the stage. What up with you, Anissa? Hi, everybody. Can you guys hear me? We yeah, can sure. hear you well. Is, is, is it Hello. Anissa or Anissa? Am I butchering your name? <laughs> it's it's Anissa by most people call me by, but you know I got it right. Anissa, got I got you. it right. So Anissa, go ahead, give us your age, your location, and is you a dating your ex? Um, I'm 25 years old. I'm in in Delaware. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm I'm very very nervous. It's just um, me and you. Sorry. Look, hey, nobody's watching. It's just, it's just me and you. We're good. <laughs> um, and no, I'm not dating my ex. I honestly really had to let him go recently. Um, where we were, um, friends. Well, I wanted to be friends with him after a relationship, but not setting any boundaries and. Um, really just free flowing and everything and didn't really end well. And I learned, I had to learn the hard way. I honestly would say like, I'm probably the most immature person to like, you know, exist on the planet earth because of how my nature is and, you know, wanting to be so, you know, just loving and caring and, um, just wanted to help somebody out and it's just it's not it's not worth it so what everybody has been saying between the the guests on the show between the people that have come up on here you know I, you guys have really like said the truth and stuff and I'm learning the hard way and I'm really am wanting to focus on myself at this point okay. Anissa yeah. thank first of all thank you so much uh for sharing that very interesting, man. Uh, Courageous. Yeah, for, for what you said. I want, and uh, look, listen, I'm, I'm going to open the floor for uh, Angela here. Uh, um, do you have any thoughts, you know, or anything that came to mind when you heard uh, Anissa just speak, Angela? I mean, I really felt like you, you seem very vulnerable and raw, and I don't want to sort of make you emotional, but um, are you happy with yourself? I'm learning to, I'm learning to value myself more at this point in time because I didn't know how to value myself before. And is that reflected in the relationships that you've attracted and been in? Because, you know, our relationships are mirrors to who we are, parts of us that we don't know, parts of us that we've blocked out that are unseen. Do you notice patterns in the relationships that you've been in and with your ex? Well, 
that they reflect how you feel about yourself? Yes. Um, Yes. And honestly, it was my very first boyfriend of 10 years. So, um, yes, I dated when I was 15 years old. And this is my first breakup and everything. So it's very hard. Very hard. Yeah. Wow. I mean, breakups at any age, you know, are not to be minimized and are not easy. So whether you were 15 or 16 or 17, you know, love love and what you felt at that time is real, you know, but I, each breakup is a, is an opportunity, is a learning experience. You know, as Dr. Dave was saying, if we don't learn from our mistakes, or I like to call them must takes, M-U-S-T takes, because Sometimes we need to make those poor decisions in order to learn and evolve and discover things about ourselves. We need to hit that rock bottom. But until you notice the, the patterns or things within yourself that are magnetizing these type of people to your type of relationships, you'll continue to attract them. So, you know, not that you asked for my advice or anything, but, you know, life is about experiences and you need more, you're young, you need experiences, more experiences. But I think the most important thing is to continue to date and love and learn yourself. Because the more you know and learn and discover yourself, the more you'll be able to ask for what you need and what you want in a partner. You'll be able to recognize the partner that's for you. I think a lot of people date looking for someone, and it sounds so cliche, to complete them, to fill them. Mm. And relationships don't complete us. They might complete a segment of our lives, but just keep getting to know yourself value yourself, put your fir- yourself first, you know, don't love anyone better than you love yourself. However you want someone else to treat you, make sure you're treating yourself that same way. We don't attract who- what we want. We attract what we believe we deserve. So, you know, a lot of women here on this call and this, you know, this might sort of um, <laughs> strike a chord in people, but, you know, it's kind of unfortunate to hear that people won't date their ex because if we're looking in the mirror at ourselves, we have to look at who we are and what we've been attracting. I would love to have heard some women who have felt that they've attracted amazing relationships because they've put out these amazing qualities within themselves. So their pattern of relationships have been healthy. So they would date someone from their past. But again, we can talk about the ex, but we have to really put the lens on ourselves is why won't we date our ex? It really mirrors to more about ourselves than it does about our ex. That's the stance I usually pretty much take. <laughs> it's not about Interesting them, about perspective. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's a very different take on the dating your uh, your ex perspective on there. Um, Angela, which I, which I always, you know, can respect somebody that makes you think about that. I want to know what the chat thinks about that. She said, listen, if you ain't willing to date your ex, it might be on you. Why that ex is so wild and unqualified. Like you describing that they are, that might be your fault. That's And and like, why, why were you in that? Why did you attract that person before? You know, I, and it's great if women have evolved and they look back and say, well, I'm not where I was and I wouldn't date that person um, because I'm not who I was then and I'm dating with greater discernment, you know, but um, I think it's a it's a little bit more pro- promising or hopeful or maybe I'm a hopeless romantic to hear some women say, you know, I've chosen great partners 
they didn't work out for other circumstances. So yes, I would give them a chance, but I haven't heard many women on this call say that I've made great choices in relationships because Mm. of the understanding that I have of myself, the love and value I have of myself. Why aren't we hearing from these women that have chosen great exes? Man, Anissa, look, first off, thank you so much for coming up on yeah, here and man. keeping it one thou wow, okay? Fast. And listen, you make sure you stay up in this chat so we can continue to see you grow in this community here with us, okay? Yes, thank you. Take care of yourself. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's so big for me. I, I, I just have to say this part. Like, when, when I hear somebody um, use that kind of language when they're <laughs> talking about themselves, um that gives you a glimpse, right? We, we speak our minds. Her mind is the place where all of her perceptions, perspective and all that stuff, where she's choosing her relationships. This is big for her. It's her first breakup. And if she continues to say, I'm the most immature person, person. Mm-hmm. I'm the, you know, the most, you know, undeserving person. Yeah, She was kicking her own saying. ass. Right. She was. Yeah. And guess what? That's the root of the problem. Forget about what the guy did, where he's, a, we start there by saying, you know, how do, how do you get better? You start by saying, um, replacing that statement, not with who you think you are right now, but who you want to be and put I am in front of that. That's so it's right. not, I'm the most immature person. I am loving, kind, and deserving of a loving, oh, yeah. kind relationship. That's and right. no matter what the, the statement is, make it strong, higher, on a higher vibration, <laughs> and continue to say it until it becomes who you are. We, right. we, we, faith comes as the scripture says, by hearing and, and, and hearing. hearing and hearing, even if you got to say it to yourself. So what I want you to do, this is what Les Brown said, never say that about yourself again. Stop saying it right now. That's she attracted this conversation to herself and that's courageous. So, and see, here's what I would say. What I do respect in this though, I respect you taking accountability and, and yeah. understanding that you did take part in that situation, which I don't see quite often at all. But I like what you're saying now. After you go ahead and take uh, accountability from it, don't wallow in this place of the mistake that you've made, this regret. Oh, woe is me. No. Now build yourself up. I messed up. Build myself up. If at first you don't succeed. Keep practicing. You you feel me? All right. So let's go ahead and do it. Great feedback from everybody here right now. And backstage is piling up and I don't got a brother back here. Brothers, y'all pissing me off right now, right? I want my brothers to really go ahead and step up and have a conversation with us. And we have some Super Chats coming in too, by the way. Come on, now. And matter of fact, hold on. Shout out to Simply and Zynga. Another one. one. Is anybody else going? Look, can we drop somebody? Can somebody else get the membership? Shout out to Simply. Much love to you. (laughs) I like that one. I like that another one. Absolutely. What you got? Okay, check this out. I got a Super Chat came in. Shout out to Sunshine and Beauty. She says, someone has NP- NPD, narcissistic personality disorder, if their actions create suffering within themselves. When one seeks therapy due to the suffering, that is when they are diagnosed, my research. So she's just like, look, basically, I think she's saying, is narcissism about there? <laughs> Regardless of what y'all are saying, they up out there. I think that's what she's saying. Okay, they're definitely yeah. out there. Bro. Okay, definitely. it's and like then, some yeah. boogeyman shit. <laughs> and I got a question. Shout out to Sunshine and I got a question from Kimberly Moore. Shout out well, to go Kim- ahead. Shout out to Kimberly Moore. She says, "Can childhood trauma be a reason to go back?" I'm curious about what exactly she means by that. Can childhood trauma be a reason to go no, back? No, no, D- that's Dave, clear. Okay, Dave, Angela, what, what, what y'all got on that? What y'all take on it, that? It's, 
Is she saying that like an addiction to trauma, addiction to your past, like repeating your past? Yeah, well, I think what she's uh, asking is that you experiencing trauma as a child, could that be one of the causes of you wanting to bring an ex back into your life? And it more so sounds like an unhealthy ex back into your life, if I'm assuming what she meant there. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, I mean, depending on what that trauma is and how the impact that it's made on someone's sense of self-worth and their uh, their sense of value, you know, that you might make those same repeated choices. And, you know, look, the, the brain likes familiarity. And so that's why we have to be really astute about watching our thoughts and our brain, because the brain will want to go back to what's familiar. We'll want to go back to old patterns and we have to shake it up and do things differently. And trauma is one of those things that are deeply ingrained and embedded in our spiritual, emotional, physical psyche. So you have to be aware when you're sort of making that, that, you know, that turn around the block again and making those same choices and being really intentional not to repeat generational trauma, past trauma. Um, but yeah, absolutely. You know, if you're coming from a place of trauma and you haven't um, healed from that trauma, you know, or working toward healing, you know, healing is a continuum. It's a lifelong journey. You know, you're more likely to repeat patterns of the past and to find yourself in that trauma. Um, what's the saying? Um, oh, I'm forgetting the saying. I'll come back to it. But it's really um, how we're creatures of habit. And we will repeat those cycles and those patterns if we don't um, pay close enough attention to our mind and our thoughts. Yeah. And it's a form of sabotage too, right? Sabotage is repeating, you know, um, blocking or interfering with our success and our growth by choosing things that are unhealthy for us because the brain wants to always move in what's familiar and what it knows. And that's why we end up sometimes in bad relationships that are patterned. And uh, listen, thank you so much for that, Angela. And here's what we're going to do, guys. Angela, I'm actually, first of all, thank you so much for coming up on here and spending time with us here thank on Hardly Initiated. I'm very excited to give your book away at the end. Hold that book up one more time for the people to see it. Drop some fire emojis in the chat if, uh, if Angela really dropped them gems. Absolutely. Drop, Drop the them in here. In the chat. And I'm actually going to choose somebody out the chat. Yes. I'm going to choose some one person who is dropping those fire emojis in the chat. And date night couple. And by the way, date night couple ideas. Date night ideas for couples. Date night ideas for couples. We're going to get a signed copy out to somebody's home address today. Ryan, you said you're going to choose somebody that dropped the fire emojis? That's fire emojis. That's what I'm choosing. It's directly from the chat. Directly from the so chat. So we got two giveaways. We got which I don't know how we're going to do this because the, 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 the initiation hotline was really popping tonight. Yes. They're going to choose one person that appeared on the initiation hotline tonight. And that's going to be for the uh, Harley and Love dating deck. And then we got another giveaway. I'm going to pull directly from the chat. If y'all show love to Angela Nicole and I'm going to pick somebody actually out of the chat right now. So if you're on an initiation hotline tonight, guys, just send us an email with your name and we'll go ahead and email you back. So just make sure you in- email info at hardlyinitiated.com. And Angela, hold tight. I'm going to end this session here with one more. I have an anonymous. All right. So my anonymous, y'all know, I like y'all to have them cameras on, but my people are anonymous. Sometimes they got to stay private because they got to get help and it could be something happening here. So yeah. we're going to bring them to the stage to see what's popping here. Welcome to the stage, my anonymous caller. Can you hear us? Hello. Yes. What's up with you, anonymous? Hey. Good evening, everybody. 
Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. If you can, can you please, I know we're going to keep your name discreet, but can you give us your age and your question? I'm 47. Okay. Um, so I had an ex um, 20 years ago and um, their relationship was kind of tumultuous. Um, when I met him, he was up in his life. He was doing really well. And um, we decided to end that relationship after three and a half years. Um, I was unfaithful. And that's one of the reasons why we decided to end it. And um, we continued our relationship. Over, like, we continued our friendship over the years. Um, I moved. I relocated to a different state. And every time I would begin a new relationship with a new person, uh, coincidentally and ironically, he would reappear. And he came. He interfered with a couple of those relationships. Um because I was never really able to let go of him. And uh, he, he, he's a soulmate of mine. And um, recently, this is going to sound familiar to you guys. I hadn't had any communication. I, I hadn't seen him in three years. Um, the last time I saw him, we spent the weekend together. And I we were both single. And I actually asked if he would you know, consider us getting back together. And he said that he would not because I am too masculine and um, he wants to have children, more children. And I'm already at a stage where, you know, I'm, I'm not going to choose to have children due to my age. And I decided to let that go and close the book on that. And I was really determined to leave that in the past. But um, most recently, he reappeared unannounced and unbeknownst to me. He reappeared, called me out of the blue, um, and he ended up getting sick, really, really sick. And he's been in the hospital for about a month and a half now. Mm -hmm. He almost lost his life. He went into cardiac arrest. I have been with him through this whole journey, and he's now, he's still in the hospital, but he's doing better. He's um, out of danger but his recovery is going to be a long one. And I'm wondering, do I, I don't know, was this something that the universe destiny brought us back together for me to show up for him um, and be there for him and maybe move forward, moving forward, helping him through his recovery? Or once he's out of the hospital, I just clean my hands and just let him be. So anonymous caller, first of all, I'm gonna start. I'm, I'm gonna just we know you. This. We know you. So anonymous caller, you know that the initiates know who we talking to, right? Right. Because right. listen, <laughs> the chat. I don't even know why you. <clears throat> I don't know why you choosing. <laughs> listen, I, if you want to be anonymous, because you know whatever, but just know you could turn your camera on at any point because we've already had this conversation. Oh no. And, what it is it's um because you guys have such a huge following and just continue to grow respect respect i know that, I know no, that no, no, no. and he knows we'll start watching this um i already exposed myself in the last episode i get it i get it so low key on this one so listen listen look that's fine you can fly under the radar and this is actually a very similar story we've heard so 
you guys have pretty much you, you guys heard the details on what the situation is yeah and i feel like i know a little bit more details so, so i'm gonna actually fall back and i want to let dr dave and angela give their take on what they just heard she's in from deep our in, in deep emotional connection with yeah. this guy yeah yeah it's deep she, because it's the second call about this brother right now yeah so, yeah, okay. this, no, no, yeah. So she's, this guy she's, she's really she's working she, through it she, yeah. so so here's the question anonymous so so how close to him being becoming very sick did he reappear on this last time i had no idea that his health was declining um i don't think he he didn't he had somewhat of an idea that he was struggling with something but he, i don't think he realized the seriousness of it all and people are saying oh he came back to you he came back to you but for me i can honestly say i don't think that he said so was it was it two weeks was it a month what what was the question how, how the, that he came the, back the time frame, he came back this last time and then it sounded like shortly after that he got really sick so what's he, that time frame so no so he arrived yeah two days later i literally see him and i'm like you need medical attention he said give me some time 10 days later i had to call the ambulance okay so two two days <laughs> right of, within him reappearing it was very clear with you just looking at him, you know, because you know him, yes. that he was ill. Yes. And the question is, is this some kind of universal intervention? And the answer is no. He knew he was sick. He knew that he could count on you. That's the end of the story until proven otherwise. I'm so, not saying. So wait, so wait. I was yes. just about to say that people are saying exactly that, like he came to you, but I sincerely can say from the bottom of my yes. heart, that I don't think that was the case with him. I don't think he said, oh, I'm not feeling well. Let me go to her because I know she's going to look out for me. I think That's that right. it just happened that way. Yeah, no, no. I mean, so, and and I'm not trying to uh, go to, um, you know, his intent to use you. I'm just saying, um, it, you know, guys are notorious for this, hiding stuff that are physically mentally psychoemotionally happening to us giving nobody a clue whatsoever we just don't do it we were told to walk it off you know dust yourself off stop crying what are you talking about don't do that he knew something was wrong he knew yeah. something was incredibly wrong and the only person he could turn to for unadulterated no judgment kind of like love compassion and just you know care no he didn't think he was gonna be in the icu he didn't, right but he knew he was ill and I just think that you should consider that that was part of his reason for coming back. Well, what happened to um, masculine? What happened to I, I want to have children. kids? Yeah. He still, you know, would want to have kids. And if you don't want to have kids, that means he's going to have kids with somebody else. I'm not saying don't be his friend, help him in this time of need. I want you to consider very deeply to not be thinking of him as an intimate type of relationship that this could just be a friend who you think deserves your care. I Man. that that's real. Yeah. yeah. I I second that. I think take the the romantic aspect out of it and, you know, just be present with, with the situation uh, that's at hand right now and you have a friend who came to you, he obviously feels connected and safe with you and I would just be there for him in, in that 
where he is right now and not look beyond anything romantic. It doesn't even seem like he's in a position to think about those things right now. So I wouldn't try to think about Cupid, whether this was Cupid or the universe are saying you're destined to be together. As Dr. Dave said, he knew he wasn't well. He knew this was probably something different than he's experienced before. And it's flattering. He reached out to you. You know, you obviously do have a nice connect, a wonderful connection. He feels safe with you. He felt that he could be at his worst. I mean, you know, when we're sick and, and being in the ICU, you're at your worst and you're at your mercy. And um, he obviously cares about you. But again, it doesn't take off the table that what he's looking for and that he wants someone that wants children. So don't forget those things. I, you know, I'm, I'm not sure about the cares about you part. I, I, you don't think, and, and, I, and I don't, I don't know what the relationship is, but the demonstration, the 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 story is not a demonstration of caring about. It. The demonstration or is more. He knows that he's cared for. Oh, I, I see. I misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, even yeah. if he Sorry, did man. care about her, right? Because it's still possible he may care about her. He still did not commit. Like my thing is, yeah. if you're not committing, then what? gives you makes you deserving of this level of care like you better have a mama a sister a best friend somebody to call <laughs> on besides the person that you're not committing to yeah. and my thing is what i'm worried about um angela and dave is that you know this young lady continues to really put in commitment level work yeah. by taking care of this dude when because that's what that's what that's the retirement plan right there Find and you a good obviously woman. nobody else is doing it right so yeah. he she continues to put in this level of work I mean, she can't help. We can't help but get emotionally invested sure. in this type of work. And then let's say he gets healed and he just decides to kind of be on the same shit. Yeah, I, you know, and, like what what position does that really leave her in? Well, but should we should we expect him to do anything different? Yeah, exactly. About what he wanted. Right. Mm -hmm. And here's the other part, too. Again, getting in the weeds on this thing, which is what I'm you know used to doing, is. If there's nobody else and this guy's in the ICU, well, what does that say about him? I mean, you don't have anybody else. There's no. Oh, no. His, his, it, family did, his family did fly in. Oh, OK, good. OK. So, you know, I was going there. So, yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. you have. I'm sorry, but, my, my anonymous caller. Are you there? Yeah. <laughs> I want you to I want you to fill me out on this here, too, because um, I really think that you know what you need to do. Yeah. You know, then, cause again, this is the second time you called us for confirmation on this and we're not giving you the answer that you want to hear. So you're going to keep calling us hoping <laughs> that it changes and it's not going to change. And the reality of it is you are at a place where you don't want to remove this person from your life for whatever reason that pull, he got it on you and you don't want to do it but you know it's most likely best for you. You can't just even, even the advice of just be there for as a friend and you can't do that. Like mm -hmm. there's emotion there. You can't even play in that water. And there's certain people like that. There's certain people, you just got to hit them with that big block and just completely detox from it 100% because he got your thought energy. He has your emotion. He has your heart. He has your focus. And when somebody got you like that, it's even very hard to fully give yourself to anybody else because you're probably going to be bringing this man into another relationship. That, and that's been the issue with um, a few of my relationships during the course of 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 the last 15 years. Mm -hmm. um, but no, I'm, I have. Listen, I have. Whoa, hold on. Wait, wait. You've been bringing this guy into your relationships with new guys for the last 15 years. 
earlier was that he has this way of, I don't know how we're connected and like, not like supernaturally, there's a connection and I would move on and be in a full blown relationship and he would reappear like back in my space, coming to see me, wanting to see me. And I would try to just keep the relationship, friendship going um, behind the person's back who I'm currently in a relationship with out of courtesy to the ex, right? Because I have so much love for him that um, it has been exposed and the individuals that I'm in relationships with at that time find out Absolutely. and then, yeah, it becomes uh, a problem. And it just get ratchet. Yeah. I mean, he, he's been doing some damage for a long time, you know. Okay. And no, she, can I ask, she, she, can I ask you a question? If you want to keep on getting what you're getting, keep on doing what you're doing, she, right? I, you I'm know, curious. The, the infidelity piece, right? That's keep this that's is a, cycle. a this is yeah. a fight, man. I'm curious, um, you know, caller. You know, you mentioned that he's your soulmate. Why do you think that he's your soulmate? Because he feels like home. Okay, so, and, and I don't want to get into a lot of psychotherapy, but what is home like for you? What does home feel like? Because sometimes, you know, in different relationships, trauma can feel like home. Chaos can feel like home for us. You know, I, I would leave you to question, you know, we can bond with people in two different ways. We can bond through our woundedness or through our worthiness. And so you just want to be sure or just assess whether your wound whatever, you know, we all have some type of wounds or, or healing that we, we work toward, you know, that you're not attracted to wounds within him that are magnetized to the wounds within you. You know, it, the way you're speaking about him is sort of sounds like you're choosing him over yourself. And, you know, I think everybody here on this call and everyone time chiming in wants you to choose you. And so, yes, someone typed in codependency, right? We can often think, and I'm not saying your relationship is codependent. I don't know enough about that, but about your relationship. But you want to look and see if, if you're not attracted to each other's wounds in one another, because that can be extremely powerful. You know, when people say that we have so much chemistry, we're soulmates. Well, what does that mean? You know, like chemistry is combustible, <laughs> right? I mean, things that, you know, um, have a big you know, um, sizzle can really have a fast fizzle. So, um, you know, just think about what keeps drawing you back to this relationship and um, what comes up for you and, and what his trauma, what his past is. Yeah. When I say trauma, I don't mean like, you know, um, I just mean hurt um, situations from our past, our childhood. It doesn't have to be sort of the, the more deplorable types of trauma that we're speaking of. So let me tell you, anonymous call. I need you to send us an email in the next thirty days about this situation. Yeah, and I want to. I want you to tell me. I'm hoping that you out of this situation because you've been in shackles for 15 years now, and for some reason you don't want to go ahead and just take the handcuffs off and free yourself. You just want to stay here, and you know the answer, and it's not going to change from us. But I want to see a change from you. And if you can, just keep us in tune. Let us know. But thank you so much for coming up here and sharing your story with us again, okay? I love you guys. Thank you. Thank so you for your courage. Thanks for sharing. It's, it, sometimes you, you do have to hear 
different perspective. Sometimes you got to hear the same thing again and again and again right. until it grows on you. So it's not unusual that she called in again, still trying to, you know, find some resolution to this, this concern. And I think that sometimes, you know, we can do things that we're not proud of and still have this, you know, imprisoning level of guilt to where we think that if we didn't do this thing, mm -hmm. this entire situation would be different. Or if I can recover in this person's mind from this thing I did in the past, maybe they'll forgive me. Mm. But the reality of the situation is if things could be different, they would be different. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, man, that's big. I mean, so, she, yeah. you know, sort of coming from a place of guilt, right? That's one of the reasons people yeah. get back. And she's got this deep-seated guilt. One of the questions that I had was when she was talking about the infidelity that led to their breakup in the first place. What was that situation like? The guy mm -hmm. she cheated with. In other words, is she continuing to kind of have the same um, uh, kind of uh, uh, relationship loop? Yeah. Right. That was she trying to, um, uh, you know, please this other guy in a certain way because of what I think Angela's trying to get at, which are um, developmental scars. You could see your mom or your dad or some other relationship that meant a lot to you, um, you know, process like that. But yeah. guilt is a big reason why people not only just get back or 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 have intimate relationships, but stay around because they did something in the past. That's where forgiving of oneself comes in. That's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. It's so big. It's huge. Man, listen, for first off, you listen, if I don't get a a, a message, you call back up here and ask us this question again. We're gonna have to send somebody over there to perform an exorcism. Or, you know, with, with, yeah. with this man yeah. out your out your soul, right. out your mind, right. because it's getting kind of crazy. But that right was now. that's yeah. and listen, Angela, we needed you for that one. That's why I kept you yeah. up on here yeah. so we can have that conversation. But Angela, thank you so much for coming up on here right. and giving some game and, she, look, and having we, we a good that, time with the people. The the listen, Angela, they went crazy for you in the chat because the fire emojis was really they was really off the chain. So go ahead and drop them fire emojis again. And this is the thing, it was so Thank hard you. to choose. It had to be like a hundred fire emojis. Woo! Yes. So yeah. we're going to go ahead and choose. But Angela, much love to you. We appreciate Thank you. you. Thanks for having me. This was back, fun. Okay? Of course. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night, everybody. Yes. Night. So, um, so, 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 guys, I'm going to have to get this one up. I'm going to have to get this one up to Simply and Zynga. Simply and Zynga. So, let's think about Zynga. So, first off, she's dropping the box, she's dropping the memberships. She's dropping the fire chat multiple times. It was really between her and Israel dropping the dropping the 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 fire emojis. But in Zynga, go ahead and send us an email. Email us at info at hardlyinitiated.com so we can make sure that Angela Nicole gets you out that her book, Dating Ideas for Couples. And for everybody who, you know, wants the book but unfortunately didn't win the giveaway, listen. She got thousands of books ready for you right now on Amazon. Right. So the link is actually in the description if you want to show love to Angela and also spice up your day night. We've got plenty of ways to do that. Yeah. So you can vet out these guys so you won't be in that 15 to 20 years soul time. Right. Because they deep. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And you better make sure, Angela, you add them hardly in love dating card decks in there because that's going to be... One of the ways to go ahead and spice that joint hey, up. Hey, that ain't in there. I don't know what to. I don't right. know what to say about it. Let me tell you, them dating cards get it pop. It's gonna matter get fact, it popping. Matter of fact, for those of y'all who looking to be absent, just make sure <laughs> you don't do the dating cards at your house. No, 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 uh -huh. no, 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 no. That's the that's the intimacy that they're like, they don't okay, know about okay, that. Okay, they yeah, they yeah. can rock with the dating. Uh, okay, they can rock. My absent ladies can Listen, rock with the dating. Do, do it in public. 
That's a, that's a restaurant or something. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but let, let's transition here a bit because we're about to uh, continue a great conversation here. For everybody that's backstage, I'm going to try to let you guys get in at the end of the conversation, but I want to do a, a case study here and cover this because a lot of the initiates have been wanting to have a conversation here about this. We don't really do very well covering a lot of the topics that's happening in the space, but we're getting better at it. And y'all have put this here in the chat many times, but how many of y'all have seen the Simone Biles situation? Mm. Her and her boyfriend, Jonathan Owens, went on the Pivot podcast, um, and they had a very interesting interview. If you don't know, for those of you who don't and are under a rock, Simone Biles is, I mean, arguably, even if it really is arguable, the greatest you know, a yeah. gymnast of all time, gold medalist. And um, she has, uh, she's married to Jonathan Owens. And he went on a podcast and he has some rhetoric that has some folks pissed off. Oh, if y'all know where I'm going with this, I want you to go ahead and drop a thumbs up in the chat if, you, uh, if you've already seen this. But what I actually want to do is give you guys a bit of reference to what I'm talking about here. Because I got a bit of a clip from when he actually appeared on the podcast, on the Pivot podcast, which we're about to play here now. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen here, guys, so you guys can check this on out. And I want you guys to watch this here while I get this play. Hold on. Let me go ahead and share my, uh, make this screen nice and big for you guys. Here we go. How in the hell did you pull Simone Biden? <laughs> <laughs> and we I love this football talk, bro. I gotta get yeah. to it. I'm over here rubbing my knees. <laughs> One of my boys are like, hey man, you gotta check out this app, you know? And I'm like, literally have been on the app for a couple of days, man. And it's like she pops up and I'm like, mm, let me see who this is. Gymnastics. I ain't never, you know, I, I never really paid attention to gymnastics. So it, it, it piqued my curiosity, you know. So I'm like, okay, that's 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 I, I see what's up. And I come back and I get like I had some likes on my Instagram, you know, and I'm like <laughs> I'm like, oh, this might be. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I'm like, man, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till I, you know, take a shower and everything. Then I come back to my phone, and then she messages me on the app, like, hey, you know what I mean? And I'm, man, that's a man. This gotta be fake. Like, I don't know. She messaged me. This is like a Tuesday, and we 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 were texting back and forth, and then we hung out Friday, man. The rest is history. All right, man. So, so like we kind of really... missed we missed a little bit on there too because what ends up happening uh, is he really triggers uh, America when the conversation goes in to um. It sounds like I think they said something along uh, along the terms of so it sounds like you know you were the prize and he doubled down and says yes I do, I believe I always say that the man is the prize okay so. A lot of people were very upset with him for his rhetoric, whether they felt like it was disrespectful, it was braggadocious, and so on and so forth. But here's what's interesting. You know, Simone, I guess she knows her man. She really didn't have that, you know, um, uh, take on it. In fact, she's been defending him quite often online as people have been hitting him with backlash. In fact, this is another very big part that I want to share with you guys because this is actually something and some rhetoric she stated in the interview because Wait, she, should, we, should we break down that first part? Kind of like what, you know, what the thoughts were? Because the only reason I'm asking, because the chat is like, that was pretty immature of what he said. Let's, you know what? Then we can do that then. Yeah. And what, what what's what's your your thoughts on, on the rhetoric just in general that was communicated? Because we want to break everything down. I want to break down what he said, yeah. what Simone stated, and then 
a very viral reaction from Amanda Seals. I want to talk about all three of those. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, and and I think for me, it's um, the the gravitas of the of the statement goes without saying. And this is a guy who is trying to essentially talk himself up. I mean, he knows what he's up against. I mean, um, so 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 I got that the that the that the statement wasn't. Um, you know, very elegant. It was indelicate, you know, sort of given the 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 audience that would, would that would tune into it. Mm-hmm. The the response to that when Simone came in and maybe you're gonna play that clip, yeah, when she says, Well, in a couple years, is, are you playing that? Well, in a couple years, you won't be known as Simone Biles' husband. I'm gonna be known as Jonathan Owens' wife. Yes. Yes, that was what she said. And and as a matter of a fact, what I can do is I can actually play that here so yeah. you guys can also get some context and actually hear her say it yourself because that was very interesting here. Check this out, guys. And let me know your thoughts here in the chat. Let me get this play for you guys. In fact, when I come up with what I think of Hold on one second. One second. <laughs> I got my Jeff Bezos podcast. <laughs> I was watching Jeff Bezos' recent podcast on here. Hold on one second. Let me see here. Let me make sure I got it. Oh, yeah. You know what? Actually, let me go ahead. Let me actually get that pulled up for you. Um. So, yeah, one second, guys. Let me go ahead and get this joint pulled up. It actually switched up on me here. So, hold on one quick second. As... I get this thing pulled up right here. <laughs> Revelation Roof said he was also being played by the other guys at this at the at the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because they, you know, they got to get some good content. Leading the witness. So they're like, yeah, what? Mm. Yeah. Oh, she was chasing you, huh? <laughs> oh, you the prize, huh? <laughs> yeah, they was said that was a good setup. Yeah. That absolutely was, man. First of all, there's no way you typically gonna be able to ever say that and allow people and not piss a whole lot of people off when you say something like that. But here it go, guys. I got it here. I'm sharing my screen now. Thank you for your patience because I'm going to play this here. It's actually very quick, um, uh, The this part here. But I want you guys to hear a glimpse of it right here. But in a couple of years, nobody is going to call him Simone Biles' husband. They'll call me Jonathan Owen's wife. So, I mean, that was pretty much it. Now, here's the interesting thing about this now. What happened was Amanda Seals, a very popular voice in this space, she actually went ahead and she responded to this statement here because she was actually pretty upset that that statement was made. So what I want you guys to hear uh, is Amanda Seals take on that very statement here that Simone Biles made uh, pretty much, you know, kind of talking about her guy. So check this out, guys. Speaking of, you know, what's crazy and dope and amazing is that we can all live in our dope amazingness without having to diminish ourselves to show the dopeness and amazingness of our partner. And the feeling that you got to do that sometimes don't even got nothing to do with your partner and everything to do with society or your upbringing or your surroundings, et cetera, et cetera. But I want to hear and now say unequivocally without question that this 26 year old phenom is the greatest gymnast of all time like literally in the history of the sport thus 
we should give all the props. And being that does not make her any less of a great wife to this person who is someone that plays football. Mm. Shots fired. So what happened, so I don't know if y'all caught that just now, guys, because it seems like Amanda Seals took the statement that Simone Biles made uh, about her husband as her diminishing herself to some degree um, and making herself smaller than she is by saying that she will be known not as the, you know, the... um, uh, she'll be known as the wife of Jonathan Owens. Right. Yeah. But what's your what's your thoughts on what Amanda Seals stated there? Yeah. No. So and 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 I I love Amanda Seals. Right. From from Insecure, from her own comedy stuff. So so you can disagree with the position and have no problem with the person. Right. The the respect for Amanda Seals. So I so I love that. I also understand that Jonathan Owens, the in in delicate nature of the comments that came before. Simone's response um, have a lot to do with just his level of, you know, it kind of he's where he's evolving. The man in surprise, when you have evolved in a relationship, you realize that you're both surprised. That's why you're together. Mm. Um, you know, you, uh, you know, Jay is not going to say that about Beyonce. They're they They know they got, they know they both the prize that didn't even come into the conversation, but you've got to evolve. Even, you know, our relationships all evolve through it. Here's the the problem that I have with um, the venom that comes from that statement, at least from my point of reception, right? And everybody's going to look at that differently. When Amanda Beals, who really is just supporting Simone Biles, she really is just saying, I think you're amazing, right? Let's just distill it down. Can you say, I think you're amazing without then denigrating her husband? And the answer is yes. So when she at the very end says a man who plays football, but but why? But what is that for? He didn't say anything negative about his wife. What his wife was doing, this is the next level. Mm. His wife was raising the bar. Okay, husband, we've talked about this in private, right? The 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 support that he gets from Simone Biles to elevate, to to level up, like in the next two years. I'm going to be known as Jonathan Owens. In other words, we're about to elevate you together. You know, you got to practice, you got to do it. But we're about to elevate the relationship so much that no, nobody says, uh, you know, uh, Jay-Z is Beyonce's husband and vice versa, right? They both are elevated. And that's what she's saying. Now, if you ask Simone Biles, I bet she's going to say something in that vein, right? And she probably is weighed in already. Just don't have to have this toxification of a, a simple statement like that. She is no less Simone Biles. She couldn't even try to be less Simone Biles. You would see just Simone Biles by making a statement like that. That's not, it, it's not even, that, that's not even close to where she was coming from. Mm. And, and the toxification comes from one's own, we've been talking about this, perceptions, perspectives, experiences, where you are currently at that time and your mood. So you're and, saying she was bitter? Well, I don't, I don't know if bitter is because, 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 because I don't, I don't think Amanda Seals is bitter. I think what she was doing was supporting Simone Biles and knowing what her influence and voice is, trying to 
let other women know, young, old, and in between, that you don't have to do it. I think that statement is true. It just is misapplied. I don't think it applies to that. Interesting. So, and I'm curious what y'all think because I, I was reading. I'm curious what the the initiates think because I was put a poll a couple, on Yeah, I'm gonna put a poll up. Love and it was a, it was some articles out, and um, pretty much it was saying like she was just taking shots and she was you know tearing down black love. So I'm a, I'm I'm not saying that's that's what she was doing. That's just what some people online were saying. So I'm actually going to ask everybody: Did Amanda Seals tear down black love <laughs> <laughs> with her comment? And because I'm just curious, wait, and, and where you get tearing she, down she, black she, love though from that? It's just some random articles out. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah it's some random articles out, and it's a little dramatic, right? It's a little dramatic, but I'm going to say yes. She sounds bitter. Yes, they are in love. No, she's absolutely correct, and no, she's protecting Simone. So, you know, the thing about it is the, the sad reality is, you know, when whenever uh, a woman in, in any way says, uh, I feel like a statement or a comment that might in that sound like the way the way she phrased that uplift her husband. Right. And highlight him right in a position where she's not highlighting herself in in many ways she could even be considered secondary in that statement right because she's uplifting him like you said she raised the bar listen we're going to build your name up so much that because what they were pretty much saying was they were by the way in the end of the show they were kind of calling bs like come on ain't no way you didn't know her everybody he was talking about how everybody pretty much recognizes them everywhere that uh you know that she goes and she's like look babe like i'm going to make sure that over these look, these next few, listen, I'm going to be right. your right. wife. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. So it was What's better than one billionaire Two. But the reality yeah. of it is, you know, because of what we have seen so many times and so you know, over the years, our lens, the way we hear that, we don't really hear that statement with a pure lens. Mm -hmm. We hear that statement with a she's broken lens. You know, we hear that statement with a she's reducing herself below the man lens, not she's building the man up and they have a loving relationship. And he probably does the same thing to her. And this is just a but, beautiful way for them to give and pour into each other. But does it does it have to be all that? And, and I've dropped the poll, guys. Was Amanda Seals wrong for her comment? Yes, she sounds bitter. No, she's absolutely correct. But can it just be, you know, one party or, you know, wife, husband, whatever? showing deference to the other, to the, to the spouse. I mean, if somebody came to my home and I'm the husband and the first thing they say is, oh my gosh, you got such a beautiful home. You have such a nice family. Dinner was amazing. And I say, oh no, 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 it wasn't me. This is all yeah, my wife. Like a self-deprecation. Yeah. Is that, is, yeah. is it, well, is that just, is there something wrong with that? You know, cause it sounds like that's very similar or comparable to what she was saying. Like, Hey, I know I do some great things, but let me tell you. Yeah, this is my my husband. He's really he's really killing it. Yeah. Is there anything with wrong with showing deference to your significant other? Yeah, no, but and that's what I'm saying. That's it. So I and and I don't even know if it's deference. I still am gonna stick with this this idea that that was we saw a glimpse into conversations that they normally have, like mm -hmm. planning the the you know how he is about to go to the next level we don't know what the side hustles are what businesses he's in we have no idea and maybe one day we're gonna be like yeah it's, it's jonathan owens that's uh that's uh you know some old Biles is jonathan owens is uh, a wife I, I i i i get what you're saying but i just think that when we bring in the deference part it 
makes the case that she's having to defer when she's rising together. She's not deferring in my mind on that. No, I mean, I, I see what you're saying, and I'm really interested to hear what the actual initiates are talking about here in this poll. Did you already want to go ahead and drop this joint here? Yeah, just drop the poll, guys. We we got close to 100 votes in this thing. Was Amanda Seals wrong for her comment? Yes, she sounds bitter. No, she's absolutely correct. And right now, with the responses that we got, it's really 50-50 right now. So we, I'm going to hold it up open for a couple more minutes, but it seems like people are really split in half about this whole situation. Very interesting. We're going to have to have Amanda Seals come up here and give her a take. Somebody reach out to Amanda. They already did. Guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. The space moves quickly. It does. And I'm sure she was coming from a, a good place when yeah. she made the comment. Of course, but um, yeah, it's just very tricky. Like, what is the mindset, you know? And the comments, I think, is not necessarily what Amanda stated as much as it is the comments from it. Yeah. Because a lot of women was like, oh, yeah, like, she shouldn't have said that. You know, she, you know, downplaying herself, you know, this dude, she the prize and all these different things. So it's kind of this warring amongst the idea that's of the if men of who's, and, more, of, valuable. Of who's more valuable right? Right. that's a, it, that, that that makes it seem like here's a zero-sum game like only one person can win that's that's false we we made that that's a that's a that's a false construct right the the, the people who are going to get on in relationships know that it's not a zero-sum game that sometimes i'm winning a little bit more the light might be on me at this time then it might be on you. But if you win, I win. Um, the, the, the bitterness comes from the statement at the end. Now, if he had, if he had turned sort of, you know, kind of pointed that gravitas toward his wife, he didn't. He just said, the man is a prize. That He was taught that. Somebody taught him that. The man is the prize. Well, you know, I, I kind of disagree. I think that the relationship is a prize. I said that. If he had said that about Simone Biles, I could see all women, all men tr supporting Simone Biles. And then at the end of Amanda's statement, that shade, right? Like somebody who plays football, diminishing him. Does he have to diminish because she's great? It's the other way around. The answer is no. It's not a zero sum game. And I guarantee Jonathan nor Simone thinks about it like that. It's crazy. I mean, really, like like you said, it's, it's the, the wars between who's more valuable in the relationship. But the thing about it is the value is now being placed on who's more successful in their career. Like, mm. that's what's really crazy. You know what I mean? Like, that's how they're judging the value. Like, this dude is in the NFL. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I understand she's the greatest, one of the greatest Olympians Genesis of all, of all time. time. Absolutely. But these people are very successful. So maybe it's possible that what she was talking about is something that had nothing to do with what he's going to do in performing in the NFL. Yeah. Maybe it's something that he brings to the table to the potential of them starting a legacy in the family together that she is thinking in her mind, hey, I'm going to be very proud to be a part of this and to be this man's wife. So it's, it's just kind of crazy how people are evaluating these people's values based on career uh, trajectory. And then also that people are just in disagreement about who's more valuable than other person. Yeah. yeah. This is a very dangerous mindset to have as a culture, you know, at scale, because if you just look at the blogs and you just read the comments, it's, it's really kind of sick 
when you look at just kind of how people and don't get me wrong i know people are like worse in comments than they are in real life mm, but yeah. just in general that overall mindset or being the thought patterns is a, a true reflection of i think why our relationships are where they are as a culture because we really don't really have this team mindset going into the team of a relationship yeah. and if we i mean if you don't develop that mindset and you know that value system around it you know and you walking into it with that ego which is what that is i'm more valuable than you mm -hmm. i'm doing mm -hmm. it oh no she's this he ain't gotta mm -hmm. be no that's just that's just all ego that's gonna be death to any partnership yeah you know on any level so you know that that's just something that is again, I thought it was a it, it was a uh, just a, a pure reflection in the mirror for where we are. Yes, and as the other side of this, the other side of this, and, and I'm just looking at the chat. The other side is that you know um, some people in the chat feel like he diminished her by the thoughts that some of the thoughts that he was sharing. Like he was the prize. I think matter of fact, Kn <laughs> Kn says she felt diminished. She tried to stick up for herself, and he told her she's lying. She went after him on the app and chases him by driving 45 minutes to see him. He was not kind. He did not cover her. So, you know, what I would say is he does have signs. When I looked at the interview, it is like just signs of – it's just some levels of what I would just call immaturity. Some arrogance. Yeah, yeah I, that, I, that's I, I, don't yeah. I don't think he's – I don't think he's probably – even because he's probably a great husband. And young. At home, but yeah, like he he's like a young dude. And because think about it, he's like an athlete, he's arrogant, probably on the on the field, probably say, like likes to talk crap, maybe do, does some some of them same things on camera. But certain things will come with maturity. I don't know if it's safe to just assume that he's probably a bad husband because of that. I still do think that obviously on a major platform, you know probably the one of the most play and smooth things just kind of man code you do yeah. is you let your women you let your lady win right in that platform let her sure. shine there sure. just on like some real man code right like you you go ahead and do that Cause yeah because that, that little 45 minute drive that's like when you pull out that second joke at the dinner table amongst close friends no yeah. no no i remember you drove 45 minutes to see me and you even know, and even how you live in front of millions of people yeah and no, you know i, I, I think he yeah. still no, could have stayed that and like he just wrapped it a certain way, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But, but why wouldn't your spouse drive 45 minutes to see you? So, so I, you know, so this is really good. So I'm glad that she, they she said they that. was they was dating, the dating. So damn they, they, they was dating. Oh, this is the date. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, so I missed that. But so <laughs> she was motivated. <laughs> she was motivated. Yeah. She was. I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's hard to find connection. So she found it, and she said, "It's 45 minutes away. Gas up. To get on the road." <laughs> and, and, and here they are, and they're married. Right. Okay. Exactly. So she did. She she, she did, did the right thing. You know, but the other part too could be, hey, listen, Jonathan Owens. A, apart from the the blustery stuff that we heard from him, could be insecure about it too. He's like, well, damn. This is Simone Biles, after all, right? And so he has to come with the uh, man of surprise. I, I mean, it's it's hard to psychoanalyze it. The, the I guess the issue that I have mostly mm -hmm. is a benign comment, just a comment from Simone about in a couple of years and the way that Amanda, I think, unintentionally ended the comment by trying to reduce him as she elevated Simone. Yeah. And we got to get out of this, this mindset that there is competition in relationships, relationships that have interrelationship competitions don't last. 
And when you can say we are a team, we're on a team, when you win, I win. Yeah. Those are the relationships that go. I'm telling you from experience, right? Those are relationships that go. Try to find somebody um, who you can be on a team with and play your role. When it's time for special teams, I'm sitting on the sideline. I'm offense. When it's time for offense, you're on the sideline. That's how we win the game. Yeah. And until we get that mindset, I think we're going to be in trouble. And get this man a round of applause, Lionel, because, <laughs> right, man, first of all, Dr. Dave, man, I, I really appreciate you for coming up on here and kicking it with us in the family, man. Y'all don't understand how hard it is to get these kind of brothers to the platform. This brother is about to go save a bunch of hearts tomorrow. This is yeah. a cardiologist, a heart doctor. <laughs> and he up here with us at 11 p.m. Eastern time right now kicking game. But it's a blessing to be able to speak to you and to get your perspective um, you know, because a lot of people said a lot of great things here tonight and they enjoyed, um, you know, this conversation and you might've gave some hope that it's some opportunity. First of all, honestly, no damn hope with the conversation. Look, all the initiation highlights, you right. Y'all don't need to go. You're going back to the Mexes, but, but, you know, I think we got, we got some really good context to the conversation that, you know, with some good due diligence and based on circumstance and where you are and were, it could happen, be successful and you could still be celebrating a 10-year anniversary. That's right. A 10-year anniversary, right? And, you know, in your marriage with somebody that was your ex. So great conversation today, man. I thoroughly enjoyed this. And we got some giveaway winners that we owe some uh, that we owe some books to. Right, Ryan? Yes, yeah, so we got to pick out somebody. So we got we got Simply and Zynga. So Simply and Zynga, make sure you email me at uh, info at Harley Initiated so I can get you um angela nicole's book uh dating ideas for couples and the second winner has to come from the- i i want to give it to anissa okay i really want to give it to anissa okay let's do it i think anissa really needed that conversation today okay i think i seen yeah anissa kept it real she kept it raw yeah anissa is very active in the community Anissa still got a lot of growing to do, so you need to stay up in here and stay up in here with us and stay around a community that's gonna build you up right? Because that's where you are. And um, it's a couple of people that we've seen like that, man. Big shout out to Therese. You know, I ain't seen you in a while, Therese. I want to see you back on here and a couple other initiates that come up on here and, you know, give us your stories. But um, Les Anissa, please send us your email to info at hardlyinitiated.com. I want to go ahead and um, we're going to bless you with a, uh, with a free dating deck. We're going to send that over to you. And guys, I want you guys to know again, yes, the Hardly In Love dating cards are here. They live. We got six more days up until this Sunday. And we got a very special guest Sunday that we're going to be announcing on Wednesday. This Sunday, we're going to get, we're giving 20% off. The code is love20. You put in love20 and you get 20% off your dating deck. Just give us about two to three weeks max. I'm, I think it could be there earlier, but just give us two to three weeks max. Just because obviously it is a pre-order and we're working to get them out to you as soon as possible. But you got our word. You're going to get it. We ain't scamming over here, all right? Big facts. Big facts. <laughs> but other than that, um, oh, wait, Ryan, did you just close out that poll? Yep. Announce that poll for us. So we got that poll. Let, let's see. We got that poll. Was Amanda Seals wrong for her comment? No, she's absolutely correct. 57%. 57% says she's correct. So, wow. yeah, you know, people didn't like that. All right. People didn't like that. But I think it all stemmed from the shade, from him initiating a little shade in the conversation with the fellas, I think. Yeah. So everything after that is kind of context that's all layered on top of each other. 
Man, no, it, it, it absolutely is. I'm excited, guys. Thank you for everybody that is in here. I don't want you to leave without liking and subscribing the channel, guys. Please, that's a big part of how we continue to grow the platform. Feel free to, guys, we are 100% reinvesting everything you guys give us back into this profile. A lot of you guys ask us about donations. You can always do so. We have the link in our description. We have, I think, uh, I think it's like a PayPal and the Cash App. Any one of those you can send to us is fine and that is how we accept any of the blessings and donations that y'all give for us to continue to build this platform for you guys and for the people so excited to have this show coming up here on monday uh, on wednesday at 8 p.m because on this wednesday at 8 p.m we are having mecca tart come on the platform the wife of right that's kind of funny i'm saying it she is the wife of <laughs> dr tart Shots for fired, everybody right? that might get mad but mecca tart here is going to be coming and we're going to be talking about she said she said ty i got something very special yeah. i'm about to come up here and we're about to break down the seven yeah. types of men to avoid i said what that I said, hold on, I gotta hear this. Facts. I wanna hear what you got here. I'm gonna have my mask on. I'm, I got <laughs> I'm gonna have my ski mask on. Because yeah, you, you probably must have rather been by five of them. Five right. of them, you seven guys. <laughs> I'm telling you what's crazy tonight. Tonight, you know what? We gotta do something really crazy. I, I, we gotta try to get the exes on the show. You think your 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 your, your current girl be cool with that? We just get the exes on the show. Now, not live. We'll call them in virtual. First of all. <laughs> First of all, oh, sorry. Right, 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 right. Ain't no damn exes. The hell nah. That damn sure ain't happening. And you know, right. damn sure ain't no way in hell you getting your ex on the show. Right. She probably probably already. And she done yeah, block you, who, who, me, yeah. her, our mamas, and everybody else. Everybody. So can't, it, can't get away from us. It ain't even happening. That that damn show, listen, I'll be too. That's messy. We ain't doing that. Matter of <laughs> fact, speaking of mamas, big shout out to my mom in the chat. Over here going crazy. I see you in here, Ma. That's how you support your son. And she done got her name. It's Tyshawn's and Delano's mom in the chat. <laughs> Big shout out. But look, much love to everybody that's still in here. We're going to let y'all have a good time and hang out in the chat. Y'all know how we do it. Have a good time in here. We're going to see you back in here on Wednesday at 8 p.m. And y'all already know how we do it, guys. Hardly initiated. Y'all see them new sounds going on. <laughs> we are out. Thank you.